So last week, we picked up once again in the Morlock Warrens, I believe. We started with the combat with the Titan Centipedes, which was a very quick combat. Uh, I think it only went like three, maybe four rounds. So very fast combat, but uh, a lot of damage was being thrown out on both sides. But ultimately, the party was able to vanquish the Colossal Vermin and continue exploring the uh, this level of the Warrens. They got to a couple doors, uh, one of which seemed to go to a long hallway that began to descend into who knows where, and they decided to leave that one for later, going to the second door, which appeared to be locked with some kind of four-pointed apparatus, and Jessup attempted to pick it, but unfortunately attempting to pick the lock triggered a magical trap, which sealed them in the chamber and filled it with a caustic gas that began to burn them, though Kieran was able to dispel it after a couple of rounds. Ultimately, even with the caustic gas dispelled, you were unable to pick your way through the door even using the chime of opening it was far too uh, elaborate it seemed so you went up you talked to Ulysses again and he said the key is held by the chief and then he directed you to the chief which was back down the way you had just came so you were expending dimension doors going up and down and up and down for a bit there but eventually you did get to the level below so as far as you know, this is the lowest level that you've thus far been to. And you found kind of a maze of fungus. And there was a slight uh, misunderstanding with directions, but... Left and right is hard, you know? It's just Josh like... almost got us a party wipe. It's fine. Ultimately, it did work out. It just... One thing that I never realized was going to happen, but it makes sense, is getting the left and the right mixed up between real left and right and in-character left and right. So, that is something I'll have to be mindful of in the future as I give directions to people. No, no I think I just have to be mindful that my character is facing a direction. There's no facing in Pathfinder, though. You know, I think so. the easiest way to think about it is if I'm saying left or right in, like, a golem voice... Think of it from your character's perspective. Oh. So you mean stage left and stage right. I don't know what that <laughs> means. Just trust me, that's what you mean. So, anyways, you did eventually make it through the uh, the fungal maze there and get to the final chamber, though with the commotion of talking to each other and seeing each other and the light and all of that, the, uh, the chief very much knew you were coming and had prepared an attack. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that. I thought that was really unfair. Why Why should he know that we're coming? Like, it was a she, seems... wasn't it? It was a she. That's how dungeons yeah. work. That's, why did she know? However, despite preparing an ambush sort of situation and uh, bottlenecking the chamber uh, with all of your buffs and everything thrown out you were able to dispatch her and her two mates there. And uh, nobody really took, I don't think, 
I don't think anybody took too much damage in that fight. There was a, a lot of missing, I think, because of displacement and high AC and whatnot. But I think you guys were doing a ton of damage. I think she had a lot of hit points and she was going down fast. We were out sustaining her, but it cost me quite a few heals, if I remember correctly. That might be the case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still have four of my divine touches left, though. Yeah. Well, we ended last session at the very end of that fight, having put down the combatants there. You now find yourselves alone, partially in the fungal maze, partially in the opening to the chief's chambers here. What would you all like to do? Loot the bodies! Yes! Loot! So the Akron already left, but he, he, he dissipates and goes away. Okay, so stuff that you would find on the bodies, for those of you who want to take note. On the chief, you would find uh, some of these things I'm just going to give you without having you roll, because you they're not too crazy. There's one potion of haste. There are two potions of resist fire. It says caster level third, but I'm pretty sure that's just the default. Masterwork scale mail if you want that. Masterwork heavy wooden shield if you want that. There is a magical nine ring broadsword uh, that I will have you roll an identification on. And you do find what appears to be some kind of dwarven key that is shaped. It is like a... a I wonder what that goes to. A four-pointed dwarven key. It seems to be minorly magically attuned. What? Convenient. Like you really have no idea what it what? goes I feel like I'm playing a video game and not like uh, actual story, Jace. I don't know. I don't know what you expected when the guy, when they told you the the, the chief had the key. No, if this was a video yeah, game, three of the four points would be broken off, hidden in the dungeons. <laughs> we have to find those to put the key back together. That is very true. Well, if this were a video game, we would have had a quest marker on top of the chief's head, and we would have known to come right here first. Those are my least favorite, where they're like, go and look in this area for this thing, quest marker that tells you exactly where it is. Okay, so I would like to roll spellcraft on the nine ring broadsword. Okay. Uh, Jessup will uh, attempt to aid. I'll also attempt by to I say aid. attempt to aid, I mean auto-aid. I shall attempt to aid. And by attempting, I mean I'm going to roll a natural 20 for a natural for 24, so it will aid. Plus six. Okay, so plus six to the Kieran, I think, has a base 15, right? I currently have 16, and that's because of heroism. Okay, so you're going to get a 23. I got a 32 plus 6 is 38. Hey, let's go. So you successfully identify this to be a plus 1 anarchic obsidian nine ring broadsword. Wait, that's good. That's a really long title. Yeah, break that down for us. Plus 1, okay. Yep, anarchic means it does 2d6 extra damage to lawful creatures. Which is, as we know, most of the Iron Fang Legion. Obsidian means it has the fragile property. Mm, So it'll break on a natural one? Uh, Yeah, obsidian is actually a bad material to have a weapon made out of. Is it even worse than the regular stuff? Obsidian weapons have half their hardness, and the base weapon has the fragile quality. So they have half their hardness and fragile quality. 
Weapons and armor with a fragile quality cannot take the beating that sturdy weapons can. A fragile weapon gains a broken condition if the wielder rolls a natural one on an attack roll with the weapon. If a fragile weapon is already broken, the roll of the natural one destroys it instead. Masterwork and magical fragile weapons and armor lack these flaws. Oh, so we're good. Oh, so it doesn't mean anything because it's magical. It just means it has half HP then. Okay. Unless otherwise noted in the item description or the special material description. Ah, just getting a subsidium. So, full circle. Yep, so essentially it's um, a little bit of a fragile material to make a weapon out of. Not terribly durable, uh, despite being a magical weapon. But mending could fix it, according to the rules. Hey, finally a use for the spell! Yep, as long as, uh, Stop as, it. Long as it's not too heavy for mending. We don't want no yebbets. It is a large-sized weapon, so... Yeah, we can figure all those out later. Long story short, it's still probably nice to have in someone's arsenal, because a 2d6 on them is good. Well, yeah, it is a large-sized weapon, so would it be 2d6? Clearly, we yes. want the lawful cleric to carry it. That just makes sense. <laughs> right? It just makes sense. Oh, it, you said it's large, it's size for a large cat weapon? I'm. Yeah, I mean, the... The wielder was a large-sized creature. So. Or just hold on to yes. it until you get righteous might. Yeah. And then you'll take a negative level. The Morlock mates each have plus one studded leather armor, uh, normal bucklers, plus one chakrams. Were they returning chakrams? How were they coming back? Because they were rangers with the returning weapon spell. Oh, okay. They both had a Cloak of Resistance plus two. Ooh, that's worth good money. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of those. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> that's 20,000 gold in just Cloaks of Resistance plus two. <laughs> We're opening a cloak store when we get back. Right? Can I start to put points into Profession Tailor? <laughs> or Orin goes to explore the, the little alcove this direction. Can he make it there, Jason, or no? Uh, you mean through the yeah, 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 I can get through there. I, okay, because I cannot do any acrobatics at all. Is it acrobatics to get through there? I thought it was escape artist before. It was something. <laughs> Listen, either or, it's not going to happen with Orin. <laughs> there was a check that was made, and I don't remember what it was. Well, what I'm saying is that in the tunnels last week, I think we did acrobatics, but when we were in the the one camp with the hobgoblins, it wow. was escape artist. I managed to roll a 16 for my negative eight. <laughs> wow. That's like Gideon's stealth rolls. So, uh, Warren, as you walk into this chamber, you're looking around, you see dirt and rocks that kind of litter the floor here. Piles of small detritus fill the eastern corner of this chamber, along with a haphazard pile of rocks and cloth scraps. Ragged pieces of armor and ruined weapons form a small pile under the eastern wall, and a single passage leads from where you came. It doesn't seem that there's any other and uh, exits from this room. Uh, as you're looking around, go ahead and roll me a perception check. You got it. Karen is trying to follow behind to make sure that Warren doesn't get exploded or something. Yeah, Karen, you can also roll one if you'd like. I would. It's a plus two if it's something to do with stonework. 
It does not. I got a 20. 20! Okay. So, you guys looking around, I assume probably doing the, the standard procedure, you do detect a couple magical auras in here, and you see scattered amongst all the detritus uh, a number of coins. You wager there's probably several hundreds of gold and silver pieces, possibly in the thousands. Uh, it would take you time to gather all those, but you can do so if you would like. Uh, and you detect um, what appears to be magical spectacles and a magical rod. Oh. Ooh, that's loot. When you say time, how much time to collect the coins? It would probably take at least like an hour, right? That sounds right. Yeah. An hour? <laughs> so we got 20,000 and plus two cloaks. I don't think we we need loose coins on the ground. Stop. I don't even want to role play a character that rich. Grab those coins. <laughs> is there any platinum, Jason, or is that mostly like gold, silver, copper? It looks to be primarily gold and silver. Yeah. It'll take a hot minute. I will look at the spectacles and the rod, though. Okay. You can try and identify? Yeah. I mean, not I don't, not the spell, but I'll try to roll a spellcraft. If Kieran and Oren say they found something, Jensen uh, will go for their help. I aid. They don't. They want to keep it. <laughs> These are our spectacles. I'm gonna keep an eye up here uh, for danger. Okay, roll perception. So, Ethan, with Oren's aid, I got a 36 spellcraft, and then I guess okay. I have to roll again. So that would be for the spectacles, and then a 29 with a potential aid. 30 perception. Okay. Oh, do I have to roll an aid again? Yeah. Yep, oh. one for each item there. Don't fail me, Oren. Whew. 13. All right, so 31 on the rod okay uh i'll cycle back to that uh after i finish the perception check over here so gideon you don't see anything coming in the direction of that tunnel but you do hear co commotion maybe 50 feet away or so echoing in the in probably some large chamber deeper in several voices half a dozen something like that there's a just a general commotion over there it doesn't sound like there's alarmed commotion it's just general noise movement maybe maybe some like drunken singing i don't know just some random stuff okay and jessup said he was walking this way no i was over here i was kind of just standing around i don't think it's of immediate alarm jessup but um he listens out yeah there there is more um through this tunnel here if you want to tell the other two. Oh right Jessup will stealth over. Oh. 25. Stealthy boy. Oh, nice. And then slither his way through. Now, was that acrobatics or was that uh, escape artist? I think he just allowed it. Yeah, that particular tunnel is not as, as confined as the other ones were. Although maybe for you, Jessup, it is. What's that supposed to mean? Oh! You've been eating too many trail rations, oh, my friend. How'd you fit through here with your ego there, Kieran? I am slim oh. and suave. Look at those abs. Washboard. Wash also, yeah. he could just dimension door, so there's that. Uh, do you have that still? I do. I actually have one more. <laughs> we might need it. I <laughs> know. For the items that you identified. Okay. The spectacles are spectacles of understanding. Oh. When worn, these innocent-looking spectacles convert any written language to one known by the wearer as the comprehend languages spell. 
They are also good at detecting falsified documents, granting you a bonus on linguistics checks to identify forgeries. That's really cool. That's a cool pair of glasses. What are they worth? Uh, those, I think, were worth 3000 That's it? I wish yeah. I could pay $3,000. Huh. To know all languages that are written? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay that in a heartbeat. That would be a world-breaking item. <laughs> I like it. That would destroy our world. That's Econ- economies would collapse. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> the next item is worth quite a bit more than that. Oh, Ow. it is known as a rod of wonder. Yes, <laughs> yes. What that do? Yes. I don't know what that does. What does so, it do? A rod of wonder is a strange and unpredictable device that randomly generates any number of weird effects each time it is used. Activating the rod is a standard action. Typical powers include the following, and there is a list of about twenty different possible things that could happen. Basically, All good. Well, as a standard action, you activate the Rod of Wonder, you roll a d100, and I tell you... Actually, I think what I'll do is I'll roll the d100, and then I'll tell you what happens, because you don't know what happens until you activate it. Oh yeah, so we just trust you that you're reading the chart right. Great. I mean, it's not hard to read the chart. It's just numbers. He has Uh, the spectacles of understanding. He'll get it. Possible things that could happen, just to give you a taste... (laughs) Uh, if you roll a 47 to a 49, a stream of 600 large butterflies pours forth and flutters around for two rounds, blinding <laughs> everyone within a 25-foot uh, radius. Amazing. Uh, or heavy rain falls for one round in 60-foot radius centered on the rod wielder. I am so excited about this item. I want this. I want this so or bad. deludes the wielder for one round into believing the rod functions as indicated by a second roll. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. So, there are a number of things. I don't know how useful it actually is, but it could be fun. What is the point of this? It's like a deck of many, but it's a rod of wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Any non-living object of up to a thousand pounds of mass uh, and up to 30 cubic feet turns ethereal. Interesting. Permanently? It doesn't say. Does Kieran give it a go? Does he activate it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Kieran will take the Rod of Wonder after having successfully identified it, and he will Do activate it. it in this direction. Just see yes. How many yes. times is it? So many times a day? Or? We're gonna die. I don't think okay. so. I think you can just. I didn't know if it was like a meta magic rod where it's only three a day or something. I don't believe so. I don't know. It doesn't say. I think you just do it like a. Yeah, it doesn't action. say uses. Wait, it doesn't have uses? Like, it just never dies? Yeah. So we have a rod that does random nonsense forever. Isn't that yeah. Skyrim? Isn't that the Wabajack or whatever it is? I love it! It's the Wabajack! We're gonna hit an enemy with it, he's gonna turn into cheese. Yep. I like it. Yeah, I mean, the rod costs 12,000 gold, so it's wow. like a pretty expensive item. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You cast it. Where did you cast it? Um, towards the back of this little cave. Okay. So you activate the rod towards the back of the cave here. Do you have to UMD this, or does it just happen? I don't think that it requires a use magic device. What an odd... What an odd item. (laughs) Do it. So what happens? So you look for a second, and a little bit of grass begins to grow. 
And over the course of a round, I think, grass grows in a 160-foot square area in front of the rod. So... That's you so have much now grass. Covered the entirety of this chamber with grass and vines and all sorts of granary, which almost certainly will not survive without sunlight down here for long. But for now, it's basically a forest in here. Does it like entangle or anything, or it's just grass? Nope, just grass. Uh, it does say existing grass grows 10 times its normal size, but I don't believe there was any existing grass. What about this section? This the, sounds, mushrooms. The, the, the mushrooms sound ginormous. So I can see Jessup slithering through after uh, Gideon tells him to let the other two know that there's uh, potentially trouble brewing just to see grass spawning in this alcove. Yeah, Gideon immediately pulls out his shield and readies his morning star again. He doesn't know what kind of weird druid is down here about to attack. <laughs> uh, hey guys, what? I'm not sure what's going on. Gideon uh, thinks so. it might be trouble up here. You got everything you need? Yeah, this thing's really cool. My grandfather told me about this one time. It's called a rod of wonder. It's pretty random as to what happens. He told me a couple of the things that could happen. That growing grass wasn't one of them, but you know, Orin, Orin kind of egged me on a little bit, told me I should use it, and I couldn't resist. Well, hopefully if, uh, you know, you want to use it again, maybe it's uh, something that does quietly, because just better get out of here. Strange magics, man. I, I fear a druid. <laughs> <laughs> Strange magics. Kieran's going to actually hide the rod. He's going to, like, stow it away. and be like, yeah, what happened, Gideon? All of a sudden, just grass. Did you see anything out there? Don't know. I didn't see anything, but we should be careful as we march forward. Let me take the front. <laughs> just pull the. Okay. Oh, Kieran, just shake his head and smirk. Did you hear anything from down there, Gideon? Shh. I did. I heard voices before. I, th I think Jessup told you. We should receive a caution. Before we go, and Jessup will message spell everyone again. Okay, hold on one second though. What's what's the point of going down there? We've got this key, which I would bet goes to the door that we were stuck at before, and didn't Yulwa say he didn't want us to go around killing his people, so if there's more Morlocks down there, I don't see any reason why we need to stir up trouble. I don't know about trouble, Kieran. I just, I heard voices, and I... Well, there's grass. He points down. Right. More reason for us to not get into any more conflicts. I think we're all pretty tapped. And that door back there that we were stuck at with the fire fog or whatever it was seemed like they were doing some sort of ritual inside and I'm nervous for wasting time and have them summon a demon or something I mean I got a little bit of uh, magic left in me but I don't know if you guys need to uh, rest and then maybe we can use the key later also valid I'm I'm somewhat tapped I've still got a dimension door to get us out of here if we need to but that's it for that spell slot uh, I can't really channel any more uh, healing. Uh, I've got plenty of spells, but no more, no more, no more healing for today. I guess we'll take it to a vote. Do we um, march on ahead to potentially impending doom, or do we take a rest safely with Navi and then we can go use the key tomorrow? Uh, despite your fantastic wording, Jessup, no, I'm in agreement with this. If you have a dimension door left, Kieran, let's get out of here before things get hairy. All right. Well, you know, contrary to how I've acted in the past, I don't like to kill just for sport, so I'd rather not. Yeah, I'm not about genocide. I'm not about wiping full ethnic groups off the face of the earth. Mostly, we have to. Oh, I miss Aiden. I'm pretty sure Orin was part of that group that wiped out all the troglodytes. 
Troglodytes? I've never even met a troglodyte. <laughs> Starts whistling. <laughs> Orin, don't you know lying is a sin? <laughs> what do you think Torag will say? Righteous lying. Righteous <laughs> lying. Because this could happen in canon. Because K- Kieran knows what happened. Yep. And Orin did the bad thing. Are you saying this in character? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, everyone, gather around. I'll get us. <laughs> Are we going back up to our Navias then? Well, you're wearing my dead friend's belt, so nobody's innocent here. <laughs> Let's go. I on. mean, do you want it? <laughs> you can have it. No, 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 no. I traded belts and pants with Jessup. It's fine. You traded pants? Is that why Jessup's pants are so short? Uh, they're called the capri, capri pants. Oh, thank you, Warren. <laughs> you're welcome. Must be a new style. Where are we dimensioning door to? Out of here? Or are we going to like rest in one of the rooms? Or do the YMCA? Right, so so Navi is located at the top in the Dwarven Ruins still, I think. And... Okay, I'm getting mixed up with my levels. So we're on the second level down from from the, the initial spot, right? We came down technically this thing i think like yes. this here yeah so like, the the upper left of the map here okay is the first level you went down you climbed down the ladder and got to here the level immediately below that is where Ulus is okay the level immediately below that is where the titan centipedes were and then the level below that is where you are now so we could walk up theoretically back here to get to this place without using Dimension Door. You'd have to climb. But we I could can't do it. Cli- I can't climb. Didn't we climb down? You flew down. <laughs> it's called jumping. Oh. Yeah, remember remember we each we did the silly like uh three stooges thing where I yeah. flew down, grabbed the ring, flew up, gave you the ring, you uh. jumped, feather fall down, I grabbed the ring, went back. I thought up. that was a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it worked, but it's I not going to work in reverse. Job, but it doesn't yeah, work in reverse. It won't work, work in reverse. <laughs> but we're, okay, so we're blipping back to this spot, though. Are we? Hmm? I mean, unless we don't want to go on. I mean, I'm going where my taxi oh. driver's taking me. Yeah, yeah I mean, no. wherever you go, we'll end up. Well, I guess the the question is, before I do this, I, I've only got one more use of this, and if we get into a pickle again in that room with the stone door... I won't be able to get us out of there. Mm, I like pickles. Um, I will uh, defer to the group. I feel strong enough to continue for the day to another fight, but I am also fine to rest. Well, we don't know what, uh, well, we know at least through that door. It's potentially a smaller room, but, um, there was chanting and probably the, uh, false goddess thing, which sounds foreboding. I'd vote to rest. I'm, uh, I'm pretty spent. Do you have any more breaths of life prepared today, Warren? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I've plenty of spells left. I just, uh, no channeling left. Uh, uh. Right. Well, I am fairly tapped on my spells, so my vote would be to try to hit this up in the morning. But again, like I said before, I'm a little hesitant just because they sounded like they were doing a ritual or something. And from my understanding of rituals, they could be summoning a demon from hell or something i'm 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 in the abyss i get those two confused all the time devils are from hell demons are from the abyss how does that work yes yeah that sounds right yeah you should know right orin you're the religious guy 
Yeah, I am the religious guy. <laughs> um, I would, I would say let's 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 go ahead and charge on then. Just just keep in mind that if you need serious healing, you're you're gonna have to be near me. All right, uh, I am fine with this plan. All right, so just to be clear, we're charging I, on. I've got no more dimension doors, so if we need to retreat because things get really bad. We will have literally no right, no way out. Just want to clear the air with that. Yeah, We're fine, all Karen. good yeah. with that. Can, can you make up your mind? <laughs> we just won't retreat then. We shall not falter. All right, well, That's I'm going right. to save a fly spell Boring. for myself, and the rest of you are <clears throat> on your own. Well, in all honesty, I can't read Kieran. Like, Kieran in one breath's like, yeah, but, like, they're doing a ritual. We should go kill them. And in the next breath, like, are you mad? I only have one escape spell. I'm like, no, no, I don't essentially, know what, you want. what I'm saying is Kieran is leaning more towards wanting to rest, but he oh, does okay. have some, like, there is hesitation because of this ritual, but in his mind, he's not prepared to fight a big battle after just having fought a bunch of battles. So he ah. wants to rest. Gideon will defer to the group because he has respect uh, for everyone in Jessup. He's pledged his shield towards, so he'll go where Jessup goes. But if he were to say his piece, he definitely advocates that we press on. He's been planning his spells for a day of adventuring, and he's got plenty of healing and spells left and would like to not have a ritual be completed, even if it is. He suspects, deep down in his heart, that it's a false god and this ritual won't really accomplish anything. But you never know until can you, uh, you do. Can you uh, get in, talk to your gods and goddesses here for a second and see if we should? Or... If you are willing to wait ten minutes, I can ask Milani if she that thinks That is just nothing. ridiculous. Nine minutes of nothing. <laughs> Nine minutes of nothing. All right, Jessup, I get your Jess. To just give me a moment and uh, keep it quiet if you can. And uh, he'll prepare a ritual over in that spot and cast Commune. And he'll ask his host of goddesses, Milani, Iomide, and Shaylin, and he'll ask them simply if they should go today or if they should wait. And he'll use six questions asking the opposites of each so he gets some clear answers on that. I love that no matter how much he uses the spell, it's he really always pointless. asks a question that is unobjective. A right. subjective answer every single time. Okay, okay. I, I understand where you're coming from, but I also, like... He's not like, oh, are they summoning a demon? Like like Kieran theorized, where it could be a right. definite yes or no. Okay. He's just like, it's always a subjective question. My, my, my point is, I'm hand-waving the nitty-gritty, but if you would like me to ask a series of 15 questions to narrow it down, I, I can. He'll ask, is there a demon? Should we go now or later? All this kind of stuff. We also Again, just should we go now or later is still objective. I mean, subjective. Right, but to him, it matters what the gods say, because that's who he'll listen to, so their opinion matters to him. You know, he should probably leave them alone. <laughs> they, their phone rings, they pick up, oh, this guy? This guy Seriously? again? They actually just have their voicemail set to unclear. <laughs> if this is Gideon, please press 1. <laughs> Presses one. Unclear. Well, like, yeah. So if Milani <laughs> says yes, we would just go. In regards to whether or not they're summoning a demon or a devil, the answer is no, they are not. That's what you get from that. Should you go now or later? Probably unclear is the safest answer. 
Iomide is fighting demons in the world wound, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, this guy okay. again!" I <laughs> also leave me alone. I also want to further clarify something. It doesn't. It's not like he's ringing up the god on the phone. Okay, <laughs> he can also ask a herald. Okay, like the, the idea is that it goes nope. to the nope. plane. Nope. He can get a hold of a receptionist, nope. basically. He's okay, dialing Iomide herself. <laughs> he basically got Iomide's number. <laughs> by like chance and refuses to give it up like just keeps calling her he could call his secretary first that's even worse though why the heck would the secretary have any idea what's going on right okay each deity has a herald assigned specifically to Gideon. i'm very careful about this spell i think you've used it like every day we played i do not i do not should i pick berries for 14 hours I need to know. I must have an answer. Not to get you into anything, but what, what? Don't you think a god that cared about you and that you were following wouldn't they want to talk to you? Like you would? Not think? as much as you want to talk to her. <laughs> you love them more than they love you, sir. That might be true, but they. Oh man. Like they're oh, trying to man. get you to go to a different god. They're like, maybe stop worshiping me. Go to oh, a different man. one. <laughs> Is Ray busy? Maybe go talk to them. You contact your deity or agents thereof. This guy fall off the path and drop down an axis or something. Jeez. So Gideon's basically like the version of the we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty, <laughs> but for the god. Right. That's it. I'm never casting commune again. Forget the Umdura. Why do they get it so early as a level? Why would I need to ever cast this spell every day, let alone later the progression that gets you to cast it two or three times a day? I can't imagine a scenario that would be healthy for players at the table to cast this spell legitimately with the DM responding to Gideon, the you know, I'm going to give uh, Sarah an uh, over-the-air high five because now that is the second spell in a AP that we have ruined for him. With Legend Lord being Rune Lords and now Commune and I are fighting. Again, I just want to clarify <laughs> I have literally no problem with the spell. It's just the questions that you answer, I mean, the questions that you ask can't be answered. <laughs> it's like I, as the GM, have all of the knowledge, just like the deities would. And I don't know how to answer some of these except to say unclear. It's like, should you go now or later? don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well okay but if they were summoning a demon you would know wouldn't you you would yeah, say but yeah. you didn't ask that at first <laughs> right, right but my, my point is they would know they would just make that decision and he'll just trust whatever it is that you ask them if you should go now we go and tpk and then they're like "Ooh." yeah see that's Oops. the thing is like i could say <laughs> yes go now but because you're so spent, you'll just die. Or I could say, no, wait, but then a demon will show up and then you'll die because it's a harder encounter. It's like, there's no right answer to That's that question. That's fine. That's fine. The gods don't have to be right. They're not uh, omnipotent, omniscient. They just... It's actually the same situation that happened in Long Shadow, where you asked if you should go through the tunnel now or later. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's consequences to both answer. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> that's why I, I try to differentiate like one deity might says this the other one might say another it's just that it almost always nets out to be unclear which i feel makes the spell 
less interesting, but I don't know what else to do about it. That's the only issue I have. It's just how it is. It's just that I also don't want to go through like asking 15 questions each time. So maybe I'll just do that next time. So, yeah. Um, ultimately, I think you'd get a general sense of of there's no definitive yes or no to that one, except that there is no demon summoning ritual that you know of going and on. He'll refer to that. I am willing to defer to the group. The gods offer no additional uh, guidance, except that there's no immediate uh, demon or something awful being summoned that I can tell. Well, honestly, if that's the case, I would feel more comfortable with resting and coming back fresh. Side note, Jason, do we know what's in there? Do we know what the world serpent is or anything about the world serpent? No. You might assume that it's the same thing that was depicted on the top floor in, like, the murals. That was like a a lady snake? Like a naga? You didn't identify exactly what it was. Like, you can have your guesses, that's fine, but you didn't definitively identify whatever it was. And just so you understand, like, you you can think it's a naga, that's totally fine, but... What I mean is, like, if it is a Naga, you have no idea what kind. There's, like, a dozen different kinds. You'd have no idea. Yeah, that's fair. Assuming that it is a Naga, which it may very well be. And where did we learn about Nagas? Uh, You you didn't learn anything about Nagas. It's just on the first level, there was, like, a mural depicting a a snake with the head of a a woman. Uh. And Jessup didn't identify what the creature was, but kind of out of game, you guys, you're currently assuming that it's probably a naga but that's just what you've assumed the you haven't definitively proven that so with all that said kieran's vote is to rest and do this tomorrow Orin would agree let's rest gideon jessup uh i will do that well i vote we keep pushing on forward to our certain deaths but if you guys want to rest i'll follow your leads Kieran does not port Jessup. <laughs> right, leave him down there. Good luck climbing. Yeah. I just like the idea that you dimension door into that room and use the key. And Kieran's just like, oh, I have fly. I'll just fly away if I need to, forgetting that the, the exit is blocked with a wall of stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, I, I love the image that he's like, I'm flying away. And he's like, oh, no. I, I like the idea that for a second, Gideon is stuck in hesitation whether or not Jessup is being facetious or not. <laughs> and then uh, ultimately gets blipped away before he just. I don't know, could be a 36 bluff? <laughs> you all think he's serious. This may be a really, really stupid question, but why are we fighting the world serpent again? So you came down here because you had been led to believe that there is a tunnel connecting the Valley of Aloy to Kragadan. You want to go to Kragadan because there were uh, mentions of Kragadan on the Onyx Tower itself that you found in Longshadow. Seems to point to some link to Kragadan and that might give you answers on this, whatever this item is that the Iron Fang Legion is using to to wage war and maybe give you some insight and maybe an advantage in the future. Um, coming down here, you talked to Eulis, who said he didn't have it, or yeah, he had no idea what was going on with this Kragadan you mentioned, but if anybody would know, it was probably the World Serpent. But then he said that it was a fake World Serpent, and he wondered if you were going to fight the World Serpent, 
and that's kind of how you got onto this path. Okay. Because part of me is like, well, there are tunnels that go to the Darklands that we can find, so... Yeah, the problem is that you don't know any specific route, so you'd be wandering kind of aimlessly. Which, in theory, is what Orin has been doing. For a long time, yes. So our goal isn't to necessarily charge right in. We need to see if this is truly a fake world serpent, and if it has any information on a path to Kragadan in the Darklands. Okay, I'm on the same page now. Okay. And then maybe kill it if we have to. Right. But we right. don't have to wake up and choose violence. Yeah, we get diplomatize. That's gone so well in the past. What? I do love looking back how much Ida's worldview was problematic, but continually reinforced by circumstance. Right. <laughs> so you guys port up to the ruins there, and uh, you are able to rest. Anything specific you want to go over, or just kind of hand wave the resting this time? It's up to you. Kieran's going to uh, start pulling stuff out of the bag of holding, and he's basically like categorizing and logging the items so that he has in his journal like a running total of all of the items that we can sell because he's hoping that if we can eventually get to Kragadan, he knows Kragadan's like a metropolis and we'll be able to offload a lot of these. So he wants to have them like listed out specifically what what we're going to be selling and what anybody wants to keep. Excuse me, Kragadan is a large city. It's just semantics, Jason. It's basically the same thing. Actually, in this case, it is a differentiation of class, you know, like large and huge. He wasn't referring to it by its mechanical size. He was referring to it as a place with many people. I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. It just just feels like... Never mind. Go stop. (laughs) So yeah, so that's how he's going to spend probably the remainder of the evening is just categorizing all these items. Okay, cool. I'm not going to do anything of consequence. Okay. Anything specific from uh, Oren or Jessup? No. Uh, Not really. Just kind of relaxing, chilling. Wait for the tomorrow. I will hold on to that obsidian broadsword that we have uh, for now, but I don't care about it. So if we sell it, that's fine with me. But just so that Orin doesn't get negative levels, and if we do run across somebody, I will consider using it. So you want it not in the bag of holding? Yeah, I'll just carry it, and then we can sell it later. But if we do fight hobgoblins, it'll be useful. So you guys come up here to the ruins, and you take some time to get yourself situated, uh, maybe spend some time planning out your spells for the next day and figuring out how you want to proceed when the morning comes and determining who's going on watch and when. Nothing really happens throughout the night. The night, You do hear the distant wails of maybe a rock or a drake somewhere in the distance at night, but nothing really comes close to the ruins to attack or anything. And the next morning eventually comes and you feel a little bit refreshed and you get can re-prepare all of your spells or or get your spell slots back and uh, I think you guys were all at full health so you're good to go there and I don't think anybody has any ability damage or anything so I think everybody's I think everybody's good to go at this point and it's early in the morning what would you like to do? Uh, Kieran would go to Jessup and see if he could borrow the extend metamatic metamagic rod it's for dark vision communal as we know that we'll be going back down to the, the levels so we'll have dark vision for a while 
Oh, sure. I was going to make a smart comment about, uh, I'll give you this rod if you let me hold the rod of wonder, but uh, I prefer dark vision, so here you go. I mean, Joseph, if you want to try the Rod of Wonder, you certainly can. It's it's kind of fun. Oh, I don't... I don't know if I can. Is it for, like, combat use, or just for funsies? I honestly have no idea. Oh. You just kind of have to see how, how it goes. If you want to hold on to it, you certainly can. Just whispers in, should I try it now? Yeah, go for it. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, don't... What, here, Joseph, don't tell Gideon about this. Because I, I think we could have a lot of fun with it. Oh. Like, like down there with the grass, like he he thought it was some enemy druid or something. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go, let's go over here. <laughs> so okay. He'll go up here and then he will use the rod and cast it over yonder. For funsies. Okay, you're just casting it deeper yeah. into the ruins. We're going to okay. collapse this whole yeah. time. Dimension <laughs> door! Casting it again? Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's three options here. Three? Two of them will be hilarious. Why are there three options? Oh no. Okay, what did I get here? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you point. Oh man, I'm gonna have to get a thing here. Oh no. <laughs> what did I do? Did I summon a demon? This is what you guys you point, get, man. You point the rod deeper into the ruin and standard action, you cast it and you see a circle appear on the ground. You immediately recognize as a summoning circle. Oh, oh and what I do? a few moments later, an elephant appears. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The druid's back! I can't even get the druid! <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a I rolled a thirty four, which is summons an animal, and then it says the options are a rhino, elephant, or a mouse. A mouse? <laughs> that's a wildly different. Oh. That's why I said two of them would be fun. Kieran's gonna turn to look at Jessup, and his mouth is kind of open. I don't like. I think Jessup's face is my face, where he doesn't know if he should be laughing, like it's really funny, or like, oh crap, what did I do? Put it away, quick! Put it away. The elephant? How am I going to no. pull it? Not, the, not the elephant. Put the rod away. Oh, we don't know what happened. He gives it back to you. Huh? Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay, fine. He'll stow it away in put his it, bag. He'll put it in the bag. Nobody will find it. Is it friendly? I think so. I don't have tame animal. Or oh wait, yes I do. Uh, here I will try <laughs> handle animal. Wait, I have the whip that that. The tamer. Oh, we hit it. That's the worst well, idea. I mean, if it starts to attack us, what else are we supposed to do? I mean, it looks fine. Does it, Jason? Can I get a sense motive on the elephant? <laughs> the elephant. You oh, jeez, it's, it's coming closer. Oh, jeez. It seems to be extremely confused and is looking around. I will attempt trying to figure out handle animal where check. it is. Uh, Go ahead and try a handle animal. Eight. Nice. <laughs> it completely ignores you. Oh, well, I've done all I can do. Uh, let's go find the world serpent, I suppose. Right. Okay, maybe it'll just disappear. I don't and know. And we'll be done the wiser. Hey, Oren, good morning. How How is your night? How How'd you sleep last night? Um, I slept pretty well. Uh, I, I swear I just heard a... 
A large thumping coming from up there. Is everything okay, or...? Uh, just some of the, It's uh, Gideon's debris. morning routine. Oh, unclear! Gideon, uh, Gideon at this moment hobbles out of the tent with, uh, <laughs> four cups of tea. Uh, good morning, everyone. Oh, Gideon, good morning. Right. How are you? I'm okay, as he hands you, uh, oh, oh, your, your rose-petal you. tea. The architecture over yonder. Over... <laughs> over where? Yeah. It's... Uh, yes, I'm. I'm sure Orin could tell me more about this. I, oh, I that's rude. Architecture here's. Well, I didn't mean that you didn't know, but he he had mentioned to me earlier oh, that it was quite oh, impressive. Oh dear, dear! I'm. I'm oh, what in the world? What? Where did that come from? Orin's oh, oh my! Oh my goodness! <laughs> he like chucks the the tea to the ground, spills it all out, pulls out. His shield and his uh, ever enduring bloom. Behind me, Jessup. I will protect you. Oh, oh, my hero. <laughs> the elephant walks. It walks into this room, and you have where the aqueduct dumps the water into this hole, and it just starts like getting the water and like throwing it on itself, as elephants do. Oh, that. Uh, hey, my fear. Let me roll a knowledge check. I take a ten. <laughs> Hey, Jessup, do you do you have uh, any skills with animals? Uh, um, yes, maybe. I don't, Anybody Jessup, I... good with animals? Uh, no, but I'm not even good with kids. <laughs> <laughs> As he's watching, uh, I'm not wrong. <laughs> How long does this stick around, Jason? Is this yeah? Is this still know. there? It doesn't. It doesn't say. It's there forever. We now have an elephant. I'm going to assume. No, we it, have a pet elephant now. No, I'm going to assume if it's like summon animal. No, it didn't say that. It, it says, says summon an animal, but yeah, I'm going to assume I'm it counts as like summon animal or summon nature's ally, which would be ten rounds. So after it covers itself in water, I would say it does eventually evaporate. Was that an illusion? I'm not sure. That was really odd. I'm going to try to roll our, to our, identify it. Are elephants native to this part of the country? I have knowledge planes and religion and history and local. Just to identify the elephant? <laughs> uh, I want to see if he realizes that it's a summoned creature or an illusion. Then that would be a knowledge arcana. Eh, don't have it. Oh, that's just a maybe will. he can tell you. Yep. Uh, Kieran rolled a 20 knowledge arcana. Just uh, a 8. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Gideon, I've I've seen this. I, I don't think it was uh, a summoned creature. I think it, it may just be... Um, you know, these are old ruins, old dwarven ruins, and some uh, spirits inhabit this the, the ruins of this place. And I think it was just a friendly spirit that had come to get a drink before uh, continuing on to wherever spirits go. Yeah, it was uh, like a ghost event. Yes. That was a knowledge arcana roll, not a knowledge religion roll. And Kieran will also roll a bluff, and he gets a 25. Just have got a 37. Why do you guys have such good bluff? Because for shenanigans like this? Well, we both rolled natural 19s on our bluff. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... Interesting. I, 
I had never known as the dwarves had such a relation with um, elephants like that sort. He looks at Orin and he goes, Right, Orin, they do! And he kind of nods slightly, like, yeah. Orin would be like, Oh, uh, yes, uh, the battle elephants and what whatnot. I, I, have, I have to go commune with uh, Torog. <laughs> He'll, like, bicker <laughs> and walk away. Uh, he picks up his dropped tea. He goes, uh, shame, really, but uh, well, thankfully, I, I think I made enough for uh, me to get another glass. So he goes back in and pours himself some tea and refills it up and then uh, goes back and sits down and uh, begins his deific obedience. Jessup turns to Kieran, kind of puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, you know, I needed that. Thanks. Yeah, that's what the rod is for. Communal use. Anyone who wants to, but yeah, keep it secret from Gideon, because I think we could have a lot of fun with him, with us. Well, nothing like a chuckle before we go off and die, huh? Right, yeah. Gotta start your day off on a positive note. I think that's a good musing, he says, coming back now with the rest of the tea. His deific obedience is to wax poetic and talk philosophy with people while drinking tea, so he does that. Alright, well, whenever whenever you religious folk are, are through with your daily preparation, I'm I'm good to go. Actually, I'm, real, I'm realizing maybe I can't do his deific obedience. I was reading the text here. You can instead brew tea from herbs and rose petals and share the tea with close friends or neighbors. I don't, I'm not sure he has those. Should the flag of say acquaintances? We're close in proximity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. So, preferred topics for conversation during this tea time include hopes for the future and preparation for times in need. But the act of sharing is itself enough. Thank God. Oh, sharing is caring. All right, everyone, gather round. Hold my hands. Actually, I like to think that it's not holding hands, but it's more like like a huddle before a game. You all put your hands in. You go oh, one, yeah. two, three, and then we go dance. Milani. Okay, where are you going? So I think I have to go. I have to take us into this right room in because yep. we never got rid of the stone wall, and I don't know if it would still be there or not. So I would put us in this fire fog room. Ah, the fog, it burns. Uh, Jace, I will have cast Effortless Armor right before we take off so I get a full movement speed. I also would have cast Greater Magic Weapon. Yeah, I think if we could do buffs, that would be ideal. Yeah. I have also uh, all my dailies, like Magic Investment, Martyr's Last Blessing. And uh, while you're here, Orin, why not cast Shield shield Leather? leather? Yeah. You got it. I thought that worked pretty well last time. How about you? It really did. Yeah. with the centipedes. The centipede got a little rough, yep. but... Um, yeah, situations like that make it rough. The other but named if, character went well, though. Yeah. So I'm going to cast shield and mirror image, and I'll get five images. While you guys do that, I'm going to listen at the door. Desop will take a 20 perception at the door. I will have given the key to someone else. I don't know who we want to open the door. Jessup, if you want to, because if we can diplomatize, maybe you want to go in first. Because Yeah, that's the idea. Oh, and real quick, who wants the spectacles of being able to read all languages? Oh, I assume Jessup. Well, I can just cast tongues and comprehend language. Okay, well, Orin will put them in his pocket then. Um, Just do know, though, most of us, I think, have eyes of the eagle. Yeah. Kieran doesn't want them because he already has contacts. Oh, Orin! Uh, how how is your perception? My, my perception? Yeah. How well do you see? You just holds uh, like two fingers up. Oh yeah, you're holding clearly holding up three fingers. Uh, okay, I guess he does need these goggles. You wear anything anything on your head? Uh, for eye eyes, I mean like glasses, contacts. Uh, 
No. No. Uh, well, yeah. So, Jessup, I guess he will take the goggles. You, uh, what was the goggles of? What were they called? Comprehension. Spectacles of understanding. I was really close. Okay. And <laughs> so he will give Oren the goggles or eyes of the eagle, whatever they're called. Eyes. I'm really good at knowing these things. All right. What's that do? Uh, plus five competence bonus to perception. Oh, all time. yes. So I'll give you that. So I will take that off for me. And then I Beautiful. will get those. So yeah, all of you guys are casting your stuff. Uh, Jessup was going in there and listening at the door. Uh, you hear pretty much the same thing as before. You hear some sort of chanting or singing or something going on inside. So Jessup will stupidly use the... Well, he'll cast a couple spells on himself real quick, and then he will open the door. So he will cast... Um, He'll at least do... Well, no, because I have the comprehension. No, he won't. Never mind. I just opened the door. Okay. You're all benefiting you from bless. Open the door. You see a couple of things. As you look into this room, you see sections of brass plating line worked stone walls to the west and north of the chamber. Cavernous rock protrudes inward throughout the remainder of the area. An earthen platform rises four feet above the floor of the chamber along the eastern wall, which is covered by a crude image depicting a snake-like figure with the face of a human female coiled above masses of deformed humanoids. Far more intricate script covers the walls inscribing, uh, inscribed alongside the image. And as you look in, you see a number of figures standing on... Uh, standing coiled on this raised platform you see an actual snake-like figure with the face of a human female i'll put that on the token map for you and kind of in a supplicatory if that's a, if that's a real word in a supplicatory pose like bowing down or or in other word in otherwise uh forms of deference you see four Morlocks that are essentially worshipping, it looks like, this figure. As soon as you open the door, the figure looks at you and lets out a long hiss. And you... Let me just make sure that this thing can speak a language that is common. Yeah. This creature looks at you and then looks at the rest and begins to speak in undercommon and you hear it or her I guess speaking to these Morlocks saying it is them the intruders that killed your brothers and sisters and are here to harm your very goddess Go, minions. Leave them not alive. Protect your goddess. And I need everybody to roll initiative. But but maybe we can talk first? You can try. Maybe we try talking. You can try. While in initiative order. 
Oh, thank goodness. Oh, 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 oh that's a natural I, 20 for Jessup. I need Jessup. to get behind Gideon. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. <laughs> yes, seven. My natural one's still higher than yours. That is a Gideon with a 17, a Kieran with a nat 1 for an 8, Jessup with a nat 20 for 29, and Warren with a whopping 7. Je- uh, Jason, why don't you go ahead and read us, how did the Morlocks do? Morlock Red rolled in. Uh, well, <laughs> Morlock Red would like to know what your initiative modifier is, Gideon. Two. Two? Okay, so Morlock Red will be going before you do. Well, Kieran's gonna just hang out. You guys kill all the things, and then I'll I'll hop in. You roll better than Orin. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Top of the first round of combat, we have Jessup with his twenty-nine. So Jessup, like, I see him opening the door. He's getting ready to talk. Got the finger up, and then she says that I don't. None of you guys speak under common, do you? No. And then Jessup Orin does. Kind of turns back. They're gonna kill us. And he runs back. <laughs> yeah, Orin understood her, but yeah. Go ahead and roll me a sense motor just for the heck of it. Oh, crap. Who, me? Yeah. Okay. I'll aid. Uh, you can. I'll <laughs> aid. <laughs> uh, 23. 23. It checks out. Um, you don't get a whole lot of specifics, but looking at this creature, the, uh, the snake-like creature there, you see a look in the eye that you would probably describe as extreme paranoia. Uh, but that is essentially all that you gather. So Jessup will, as he's running back, they're gonna kill us, that thing! It's got him brainwashed! They're gonna come for us! So he'll still run over and, uh... I guess he'll cast haste! First run okay. of combat. That's what I'm told to do. <laughs> That's a that's a powerful caster. Okay. Haste has been castade. Anything else? No, I had to move, so I cannot do performance. I apologize, Josh. Thank you for that's making okay. me feel terrible about myself. What uh, what level do you get that as a foot action? I forget. Is that's that thirteen, high? I think. Yeah, it's, it's a few more levels. It's up, pretty high. I just couldn't remember when. Oh, it's gonna be nice. Next up, we're gonna go through some of these guys. They seem to hold their ground for the time being, but they will enter their rages. That brings us to Gideon. They kind of grip their clubs with two hands and get into their batter poses. Are there two? So this uh, door here is kind of in between the spaces. We're going to say that like it's a two by two and like both spaces can go here. Or are we going to say that the door is only five feet and that you can block it. We're going to say it's a two by two. It just seems a little simpler than trying to figure out which square it should be. Yeah, it also changes the combat a little bit so that it makes sense to uh, press forward a bit. Let's go ahead. We're going to cast Divine Weapon. Okay. Getting my uh, Enduring Bloom to be flaming. That's just a d6, right? And then let's go ahead and do a an invocation of destruction. Five foot step. All right. After that, we'll move down to... Okay. You see the figure in the back, the snake-like figure, begin casting a spell 
and is going to center it right here. So the figure casts a spell and you immediately see all around you, out of the ground, these rubbery black tentacles appear and they burst up from the ground and they begin to try to grab out at you, at all of you, because you are all in the area. The spell effectively gets the entirety of the room you're in and much of the entrance to this other room. So, black tentacles. Every creature within the area of the spell is targeted by a combat maneuver. So I will roll that combat maneuver check. That is a 21 CMB against your CMDs. My CMD is a 25. 27. Okay. 22. Okay. 24. Wow. So none of you are grappled for this uh, this round. Yeah, it says roll once for the entire spell and apply it to each creature in the area. Uh, none of you are being grappled, so I don't have to read the rest of it yet. The tentacles created by this spell cannot be damaged, but they can be dispelled. The entire is considered difficult terrain. So the entire area around you is difficult terrain. That's what I was looking for. That is that creature's turn. We'll move down to Kieran. Kieran is going to pull a scroll from the haversack and give okay. it to Oren, and he'll say, Oren, this is a scroll of freedom of movement. I can't use it without having to... I don't know how to put this in non-game terms. It's not on my spell list, so I'd have to roll use magic device, but you can cast it. (laughs) (laughs) So if you get bogged down, here you go. Here's a scroll of freedom of movement. (laughs) I like it. Six seconds. Yep. Just awkward, because I was like, how do I convey use magic device in this world? Like, I... it's It's not a spell I'm very familiar with, but I think you might know it. And then I will... So you had to spend an action to pull that out, yeah? Yeah, and then is it like another action to give it to him? I think usually it is. Okay, that's fair. That'll be my turn then. That does then immediately take us to Oren, who has just been given a scroll. And you don't don't have to use it. It's just like if you get bogged down. I was thinking you're the healer, so you might need mobility. So just in case. Oh, is that a scroll of what? Freedom of movement. Oh, what does Mr. Oren do? I'm getting out of here. He'd like to begin casting us. Okay. Yeah, and he will move here. Yes, that's my turn. Okay, Uh, just so you know, if the spell is a one-round casting time, you can move and begin casting it as a standard action, mm-hmm. it will then require your standard action next turn to complete it. If I move. If you move. If you do not move, then it will occur immediately next turn, and you have your full round next turn as well. Then I will not move. Okay. That takes us to the top of round two, brings us back to Jessup. Yeah, what's going on here? Jessup? Now you can move through these tendrils, correct? Yep, it's just difficult terrain. And I'm assuming if Jessup's here, he can't see in the room. You have to be pretty much in this one, or uh, you can see into the room from either of those. We're basically saying that um, that whole area is open, so that every like just imagine the red is the actual hallway. Okay. So just will kind of peek around up. Get you stay in front of me. You no, know, kind of looking and uh, undercoming. 
we are not here to fight. We, uh, we're here just to find a path to, to the Darklands. That's, I guess he will try to, I guess, diplomatize his standard action. Uh, go ahead and try. He's 29. 29, you say that, and the creature hisses back. And for one, uh, were you saying that an undercommon, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Morlocks, they uh, kind of look back to the the serpent, and the serpent just, like I said, hisses back at you and says, Don't listen to their lies. They are here to kill us. Seems that she was not convinced. Uh, your turn? Just for kind of quickly say to the group, I, uh, she's trying to convince them to that we're the baddies here, and then we're, we're trying to convince her we're trying to get through here, but uh, they're, they're not attacking. I'm not sure what to do. Okay. Brings us to Gideon. Well, I can't stay here, Jessup. Um, he'll cast Deadly Juggernaut. Okay. And Difficult Terrain is half movement. Yes. And then moving so as to avoid attack of opportunities is additional slow yes. movement. He will move 15 feet since he's hasted to there, trying not to, rolling acrobatics to not provoke. Okay, roll an acrobatics check. 11. 11. Uh, that will still provoke. Question, um, to how this works exactly. They both readied actions to hit somebody who got within close. Do they get their readied actions and then also their attacks of opportunity? Technically, yeah. Okay. I think that it's a murky area of the rules because of reach and um, that, but yeah, technically it hurts a lot. If you like move in on a reach character who has a readied action against you, they'll provoke and you get to hate pet them. And it's just... right. So they will make their attacks. Uh, it's not their turn, so I don't think they'll have power attacked. Uh, I don't know exactly how that works, but I'm just going to say no power attack for this particular round. So we're going to go with red first. None of them are flanking. No power attack. Nothing Nothing going on. So first attack is a 30 to hit. No. Blue's ready to attack, which also would not have flanking, is a 36 to hit. Yes. So you will take 17 points of damage. Okay. And then the movement that would provoke would have been in a square that also was not flanking. Okay, so red's attack of opportunity is a 29, which will miss, and blue's attack of opportunity is a 34. Yes. So red missed both times, blue hit both times. Uh, that time you take 15 points of damage. Okay. Rebo reduced by two each time because reasons and then I will swift action uh, divine touch uh, if you're talking about deadly juggernaut I don't think you have DR yet yeah you start with two during the duration of the spell you gain plus one on attack rolls as well as DR2 each time you reduce a qualifying opponent to zero or fewer hit points are you sure it starts with two uh, I always assumed but maybe not I don't think it does. It sounds like it... So does it start with nothing? It sounds like it's... You gain it when you reduce stuff. I don't think it starts with anything. Yeah, that might be true. But, uh, yeah, your Divine Touch can go off. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think you have nothing to start. Yep. It's pretty bad, actually. That's okay. So you take the total damage there, uh, but you can roll your, your Divine Touch. 
Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Is that your turn? Yep. Okay. Green is going to five-foot step in to do swarming, which will flank. Actually, I guess they don't need to do swarming because they're flanking, flanking with blue. Maybe they get double flanking. Double flanking. <laughs> so it's going to do a full attack against you. It will power attack, so it's minus, but plus two. Okay. 29 is going to miss. Uh, 23 is going to miss. I don't think no, these are going to hit unless there's a natural 20. 23 uh, will hit. 23 will hit? Oh, I say, no, not 23. <laughs> I was going to say it. I was 30. assuming anything below 30, I was going to just skip over. I thought you were over, trolling but, him. <laughs> no, yeah, 30, 23. 23 will hit, then let's do this. 30, 33 was the number in my head, okay, and you okay. said 3. So, so like, 23 oh. will miss, and yeah. a uh, 26 will miss. Yeah. So, that will then bring us to the snake lady, who casts a spell and disappears. Oh, that's not good. That will bring us to then orange. Orange is going to five foot step like this. No flanking, but full attack and power attack. Uh, that's going to miss. Uh, that's a really good roll. That's still only a 29. Uh, and ooh, natural 19. But on the bite attack has a super low to hit compared to the others. So a 29 is still not going to hit. Okay. That brings us to Kieran. Oh, I'm sorry. On the top of her round, I had to roll the uh, CMB check again. Okay, that time it is a 26. Who has a CMD of 26 or less? I do. I also. Okay. okay. So if you have a CMD of 26 or less, you are... Is it a trip attempt? It is a grapple attempt. Oh, it's a grapple attempt. Yeah, so they make a grapple attempt. They roll. I roll once and apply it to all creatures in the area. So everybody with a 26 or lower CMD is grappled by the tentacles. Uh, if they succeed in grappling, the grappled creatures take some damage. So you all take five points of damage as you are grappled by these tentacles, except for Gideon, who is not grappled. And grappled creatures cannot move without first breaking the grapple. All other movement is prohibited unless the creature breaks the grapple first. So you guys are grappled. You take a little bit of damage. It is now Kieran's turn. You do can I... try to... What? Oh, I was just going to ask. Do so I have to roll to see if I keep the spell? Because uh, you took damage, yes. So what is that? A concentration? Concentration, check? yep. I believe the DC is 10 plus the spell level plus Oof. the damage you took. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's see. So that should be... It is a fifth level spell. I took five damage. That's ten. So DC 20. 20. Okay. You got it. 27? Got it. Okay. Yep. I'm not 100% sure about this one. If you're grappled during the turn that you're casting, do you also have to do the concentration for casting while grappled? Or is that only when you begin casting? Technically, if it has somatic components, can't you not cast it while grappled? Uh, casting a spell while you have the grappled or pinned condition is difficult and requires concentration. Pinned creatures cannot cast somatic components. You're not so, pinned. You're not creatures. But uh, casting while you have the grappled or pinned condition is difficult and requires a concentration check of DC 10 plus the grappler CMB plus the level of the spell you're casting. So I think you would, yes. Roll another concentration check. 
Is it my turn? Well, that's what I'm. I don't know about. Is that's what I, why I asked the question? Okay, well, it's thirty-five. So, I think that passes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know, but I hope so. It's a natural Nat twenty. 20? Nat twenty. Come on, it's Nat gonna twenty be, always it's passes. Gonna be close, but yes. <laughs> Nat twenty always passes. Come on. That does succeed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> always passes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. So yeah, you're good to go, uh, Orin. But uh, it is Karen's turn. So you are grappled. You can attempt to break the grapple as per normal. Is it a full round action to break a grapple or just a standard? I believe it is a standard action. Curiously, breaking a grapple, usually you have to roll against their CMD. Okay, the CMD of the Black Tentacles is equal to... Okay, I know what it is. All right, so I will roll a CMB. Or Escape Artist. Of 20. A 20 is not enough to break the grapple. So that's my turn. Okay. That brings us to Oren. So Oren, your spell goes off because you did succeed on the concentration check. So you are able to cast that spell. So summon monster five. Okay. Okay. What are you summoning? Having a real hard time with that. I'm thinking dire lion. It's an okay choice. I don't really know all of the choices. Ankylosaurus! Summon the dinosaur. It's an okay <laughs> choice. <laughs> no, I was going to go with... Uh... Well, actually, I kind of wanted to go with an... Am I correct that I could summon an elemental? Large elemental? So the options for Summon Monster 5 do include a large elemental. So you could do a large earth, ele earth elemental. Okay, so I want to summon an earth elemental. Yes. Yes. So where would you want to summon this guy? I think it has to be somewhere within sight. Yes. So I was thinking, like, yeah, like here maybe? Like... Here? Like, oh, can I see into there? I would if I could see that far in. Can I see that far in? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. You just, you just can't see the upper half of the room. Yep. So right there is good. From our okay. Elemental. Uh, yep. So that happens immediately, and both of you get your turns, so the Earth Elemental can make its turn, and you can make your turn. Okay. Um, so it, it's gonna do a slam. It has two slams, is that correct? Two, two slams. It can do two plus, slams. Plus 14. What's the point of cleave if it has two slams, Jace? Yeah. If it had to move. Ah. Yeah. It does have power attack if you wanted to do that. What's the reduction on power attack? For It has a base attack bonus of plus eight, so it would be a minus three to hit and a plus six to damage. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. I want to okay. power attack and do my two slams. So two plus 11 attacks. And are you attacking uh, any specific one of these guys? Oh, yeah, we'll do blue. Okay, going after blue. Okay, yeah. so that is flanking, so that'd be plus 13. Oh, plus 13, okay. Okay, a 19 will miss your targets. Net. So, second slam. Wow. <laughs> a 19 will, will your miss target. your target. Nuts! <laughs> All right. I won. And then. Oh, man. And then, uh, Oren, how long does he last? How long does he will last, last for, I believe, 11 rounds. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Oren's going to try and bust up out of these tentacles. Okay. <sighs> what is that, an escape artist or a strength check? It is a CMB or escape artist check against the Black Tentacles CMD. Neither of those are great. What's that scrolly thing do that I have? You can't be grappled. 
Yeah, can't we'll, be grappled. It'll prevent you from being grappled. It might help with difficult terrain as well. And you can't be paralyzed or stunned, I think, if you have it. It enables you and a creature you touch, or a creature you touch, to move and attack normally for the duration of the spell, even under the influence of magic that normally impedes movement. It allows them to move and attack normally while underwater. Everything, um, all combat maneuver checks made to grapple automatically fail. The subject automatically succeeds any check to leave. Oh. So, it's an all-around get-out-of-jail-free card. Did you say for me and another person, or just no, me? No, just you. Or, okay. One oh. or a creature touch. Oh, okay. Yeah, you okay. or a creature touched, yes. All right, well, I'm going to use that bad boy then. Okay, that will require another concentration check. What's the level of that? So it's a it's a scroll, though. I don't, I don't think he has to do it. Does he? I don't see why you wouldn't. It's not a wand. It doesn't have verbal or somatic. You just cast it. Don't you? Or is it... A scroll is a spell that is stored in written form. It can be used once, vanishes once it's used. Using a scroll is basically like casting a spell. I believe it is exactly the same. Using a scroll is the same for the purposes of spell failure chance, which this is not, but it has precedent to be the same. So I do roll a concentration check. I believe it's functionally the same thing as casting a spell. So it would be 10 plus the, what was that? I got a 20. Yeah, so the DC is 10 plus Graveler's CMB plus the spell level. That is going to fail. And I lose this, the scroll? I believe it is lost. Well, then that's my turn. Okay. Sorry, Kieran, I wasted it. That brings us to the top of round three. We have Jessup. You are grappled. Oh, no! Uh, so it's a... You said it was a standard action to try to break free? Yes. CMB or Escape Artist. And then we don't know what the um, concentration check needs to be to be able to cast a spell, correct? Correct. It's based on the CMB of the tentacles, so... Um, I guess I will attempt to cast a spell. It is a fourth level spell, so I'm assuming it's got to be pretty good. Is it dispel? Is it dispel magic? It might be. 32? 32. You said it's a fourth level spell. Correct. Okay, that will succeed. So you are able to cast your spell. Freedom of movement. Eww. On, On who? Orin. I'm free! Don't worry, Orin, I gotcha. And then, for my friends, Spider Courage. Okay. So he casts Freedom of Movement on Orin and begins his performance. That'll bring us to the Morlocks. So the Morlocks are actually going to reprioritize a little bit what's going on here. Blue is going to five foot step over to begin swarming against the elemental and make a full attack against the elemental. Okay. So first attack is a 29 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will roll. Oh, 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 oh no. What? Can we retcon something? What? It, it has earth mastery. And it says an earth elemental gains a plus one bonus on attack and damage rolls if both it and its foe are touching the ground. Okay. So those would have been twenties to hit. <laughs> that was like, that was like forever ago. <laughs> oh. oh man. I'll allow it because it's your first time really using summon monster. You are so benevolent. Yeah, it's pretty benevolent. I might have said. I will say luck. moving forward. <laughs> any, anytime you cast spells or summon monsters, 
Make sure you know how they work. I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's your fault. <laughs> I'm just saying moving forward. Oh, you're such a dad. Roll 2d6 uh, plus 13 he, twice. He, he really loves Orin. He he loves so much for Orin. He's like, just if you die. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Gideon, he's like, die, Gideon. I, I think I'm it's just that he's got different expectations for me and me as a Yeah, player. like, you should know what's going on. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So, really, it's an insult, Justin. <laughs> I'll take the insult. I'm sorry. I'm new. Yep, so go and ahead it's the first your, time I've ever done this. damage there. Yes, yeah, so this would be 2d6 plus 14 twice, because there's both Wife, hit blue. 14? Uh, Earth Mastery adds one to damage as well. Oh, does it? Wow, that's really nice. Yeah, I should have read that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, thankfully you're rolling like garbage. So. Okay, first attack does 17 damage, and the second one does 24. 24, okay. okay. So that's a total of 41. Alrighty then. You're so benevolent. That will not stop it from doing what it was about to do. I didn't figure so, but. <laughs> uh, so it did hit on its attack. The Earth Elemental will take 25 points of damage, but it has DR, so that's reduced to 20. So it's at 48. Second attack. Uh, this is the iterative. It rolls a natural one, so it misses. And then the bite attack uh, rolls a 15. I don't think that'll hit. 18 DC okay. or AC. Okay. Yeah. So the other two attacks will miss, but it does deal 20 damage. I did give you control of the Earth Elemental. You should be able to modify its tokens HP. Oh, yeah. Now I see that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That moves us to the red uh, hobgo hobgoblin. They have changed species. Uh, the red Morlock <laughs> will then attack Gideon, and then Gideon, it'll be your turn immediately after its turn. So, okay. Power attack, uh, flanking. Uh, that's gonna miss. It's gonna miss. That's gonna miss. All single-digit rolls there, and it's your turn, Gideon. We're going to five-foot step fight defensively I've got flank inspired courage haste okay are we I assume we're attacking blue then yep and we're gonna okay. try to put down blue to get that DR ticking 19 will we'll miss. miss 25 will hit okay dealing 21 damage does that put him down no is that with your flanking the 19 is with my flanking I got everything in there I rolled a, rolled a four 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 more damage from Jessup. Now is he down? No. Oh, okay. Darn it. Okay, 26. 26 will hit. 14 points of damage. 20 points of damage. Okay, still up. That's it. Uh, and with haste, you only get the three attacks? Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, you definitely do a, a significant amount of damage, but it is still standing. These things are pretty tanky. That's going to bring us to... The green Morlock, who is still flanking you, so he's going to full attack. Uh, ooh, uh, oh, I thought that was an 18 on the die. No, that's on 30 even. Oh, I thought it was an 18 on the die. That's a miss. Uh, that's a miss. So all of those will miss. Moving on to orange. Orange is going to probably go for the elemental because that's a really big creature that suddenly appeared behind it. Don't hurt me. Uh, okay, so Orange is going to full attack, power attack, the Earth Elemental. First attack is a 30... Ow! Something. So that's going to yeah. yeah. Dealing 27 points of damage, but DR brings it to 22. 
Second attack. Uh, I think that's going to hit 13 plus 12. 25, yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Dealing uh, 24 points of damage, but DR brings it to 19. Oof. And then the bite is a natural one. So the bite will miss. Ooh, boy. That brings us to Kieran. You are grappled. Yep. Um, I'm going to... Oh, on, on the creature's turn, actually, I had to roll to make, see if the grapple stays. Uh, ooh, that might fail. It gets it gets the plus five because it didn't break. That was a really, really bad roll. Ah, I don't think it's going to do it. I think this is 20, 21. I rolled a natural two. <laughs> Yay, 22 for Jessup. So is the grapple just dropped or it just means it doesn't progress into like a pin? If they succeed at grappling, you take some damage. Uh, the Black Tentacle spell receives a plus five bonus for grapple checks against opponents it has already grappled, but it cannot move or pin them. I think normally how grapple rules work, if you fail the check, the grapple ends. This is correct. So I think you are no longer grappled for this round. But it would still be difficult terrain. It is still difficult terrain. That is true. First and foremost, I've been forgetting to do this. Uh, what knowledge so i have arcana local and nobility is the naga any of those things to roll on still thinks it's a naga i'm sorry the snake woman <laughs> it does look very naga like doesn't it it does that would be a dungeoneering check okay i don't have that so i can't roll um all right so you also i don't think actually saw it did you I don't know. I've been in this area, so... Well, maybe you did. Okay. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I am going to... The Earth Elemental be Knowledge Plains. <laughs> if you wanted to know. Okay. I'm going to... I guess I'll have to double move. I don't know, Jason, where that creature is, so I just moved a double move to get where I'm at, so if I would have been stopped, just let me know. Are you, like, trying to suss out where it is? No, I'm just trying to move out of the Black Tentacles. Okay. Because I didn't know, because you have Blind Fight, that doesn't let you... I have Blind Sense. So, in that case, uh, as you move in, you would get a sense of where it is. Uh, that might change where you want to go. You determine that it is currently directly next to you oh. from where you're standing. <laughs> So I don't know if you would have actually gone to that square with I that knowledge. I wouldn't have done that. So let me just back, back. I guess I can't back. So I was originally here. Let me redo this movement. So I'm going to move here. Okay. And uh, I hate action economy. I can't pull out a scroll while I move. I can only do... So I guess I will, I'll move there and then I'm going to, can't do what I wanted to do. I will actually move to be here and I'm going to lightning bolt and hopefully get the two Morlocks and the snake lady. Yeah. Yeah. Get okay, draw me the line. Well, see, I, I don't know where you said she's at. So... Up in the corner by the wall. Oh. Well, in that case, then I can't do... I thought it was, like, these four squares. No, 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 no. 
She's like 10 feet away from the, the fighting. Well, can't you still kind of get it? Yeah, the problem is I'm just going to get stuck by the tentacles again and then not be able to do anything. And then they'll be in range to just start walloping me. All right, I'll go there. Okay. And I'll cast Lightning Bolt. Okay, easy enough. So there's a reflex save from red, green, and the snake lady. DC 17 reflex. It is an 18 from the snake lady. Okay. Close. Uh, and then red and green both have... Red does a 27. Green does a 25. All right, so they'll take 23 points of damage. And I set fire to combustibles and damages objects in my path. So did I damage this little stand she's on? That's not good. There's probably a quest item there. All of the, <laughs> all of the important books and journals that you needed, gone. Gone. Black tentacles is actually flammable, so it catches fire and you take burn damage. You all take 100 points of fire damage. That's you did more damage to possible. the party than everyone else. Welcome to the alchemist. Nope. So 23 to both red and green, and... 23 to the snake lady. All right. Now it is Oren's turn. Oren, you have freedom of movement, so you're fine. We'll start with the elemental boy. Okay. He's going to start by trying to slam orange this time. Okay. He is not going to power attack. Wait. 13 or 15 to hit. Plus 13 or plus 15. I like the 13, though. Oh, what? No, it'd be 14 because they're still touching the ground. Yeah, 14 or 16. So, yeah, 14 is not so bad in my opinion. First slam. Are you kidding me? A 19 will miss. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Roll again. Hey, oh, there it is. Roll okay. to confirm. Natural 20 will tentatively crit. Roll to confirm the critical hit. And 18 will not confirm. <laughs> but you will deal your 2d6 plus 14 damage. And I am going to say that it is my ally, so it benefits from my destruction. Oh, so plus 13 or plus 3 more? Uh, it was not around when you started that. Does That's that true. matter? Nope. Uh, those, if you were within 30 feet. And that adds to the damage, correct? I'm going to ask a stupid question. Does my Inspired Courage help his thing? <laughs> I don't believe so. Because, well, it's probably mindless. Well, Inspired Courage is well, language dependent, and I imagine you weren't using Terran. Did, probably not. I, don't, I can't speak that enough. Oh, Orin can, but yeah. Wait, okay. I will run over and cast Comprehend Language on it. Then... <laughs> I just need to know what my damage is. <laughs> it is 2d6 plus 14. Plus 14, okay. Oh my goodness. Look at those 17 points balls. of damage to orange. Ugh. Okay, now orange. <sighs> Let's see. I can get up there next to them. Alright, and then orange gonna attack red. He move action runs up and... Go ahead and make your attack against Red. Go, go, squeaky hammer. 36 will hit. 17 points of damage. Ah, yes. Jessup screams from the background. A little higher for five more. All right, top of round four, we have Jessup. You are currently not grappled. Jessup will uh, five-foot step and maintain performance. I didn't say that the last time, but... It's three rounds of running performance today. He is no longer grappled until next round. 
then he will, uh... Alright, Kieran! You're up! And then he will also cast Freedom of Movement on Kieran. Thank you kindly. Okay. Yeah, when I'm sticking the mud over here, you guys will remember me. <laughs> we just see him get engulfed by Timothy. <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. Tell Rizrin I died awesome like. We can still hear his encouraging performance coming through the <laughs> mass of tentacles. <laughs> Dude, I'm not giving oh an order at McDonald's. No, <laughs> you sound exactly like a train conductor just <laughs> swallowing the mic. Oh, man. Okay. That will bring us to blue. It's going to try to put down this earth elemental. That'll do it with a thirty something. Uh, don't you don't have to roll the damage? Yeah, he's dead. got eighteen AC, dude. Yeah, damage it, is. He has seven hit points left. Oh yeah, twenty three minus five. He's dead. Which means the rest of the attacks can go against Gideon. But these are the lower to hits, so again they have to roll a more than a natural one, and whatever that roll was. So both of those will miss. Bringing us to red. Uh, yeah, red will switch targets to Orin, I guess, because you did just hit him. Oh, might as well. So, first attack against Orin. That is a natural one, obviously. Uh, second attack is going to miss, and the bite is... Ooh, maybe? That is a... No, probably not. 29 with the bite? It does. Oh, cool. You take... Oh, still max damage. So, that is 13 points of damage on the bite. Half. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. So you take seven or eight. Seven. Gideon seven. will take six. Speaking of, it is Gideon's turn. You are no longer flanking. The Earth Elemental is dead. We are no longer flanking, and we are no longer fighting defensively. Yep. You are doomed. You know this for sure. I'm choosing not to fight defensively. That's a deliberate choice. Twenty-two to hit. Uh, which one are we attacking again? Blue. Blue. Orange. Blue. Blue. Uh, yeah. Twenty-two will hit. 21 will hit. 17 points of damage, 10 points of damage. Jessup is BRB. Do you mind if I roll his? Uh, Yeah, it's a d6, right? Yep. Yeah, go for that. One okay, and then so four. 18. Uh, it is still up. Let me get the number right. Okay, 18 it is still up, and the second one is 14. Okay, still up. All still up? Yes, barely, but yes. 31. 31 will hit. I think minimum damage will probably kill it. Yeah. Oh, put him down. Had seven hit points on that attack, so it goes down. I'll just remove it from the map at this point. Move to flank with Orin. Swift action. Heal up. Okay. Brings us to green. Not gonna lie, those 3d6 are getting less and less juicy the more I level up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, green is going to full attack Orin, just because it seems like he's slightly easier to hit. Oh, you're not fighting defensively though. Oof. Oof. I'm gonna roll for it. One or two Orin, three, four, Gideon. He doesn't know if I'm fighting defensively or not. (laughs) (laughs) How would he know that? You're saying that there's no visual tell of whether you're defending yourself or not? No, I'll roll a bluff. (laughs) I don't think that's how that works. Okay, so he can tell. Now I can live with it. I rolled a four, so he will be uh, going after Gideon. I wonder if mechanically, though, it would still be better to do Orin because you have shield other, but he doesn't. Ah, uh, too late! So, first attack against Gideon. Listen, I'm going to let Jason do whatever he wants because he let me retroactively do damage, so he can do whatever he wants. That is a 35? <laughs> yeah. So you take back to the D10s. Oof. 
26 points of damage. Okay, but I do have my 2DR now. Yes. I'm assuming. Are the Morlocks within uh, the conditions? It has to be my hit dice minus four for their CR. Hit dice. Qualifying has a number of hit dice equal to or greater than mine minus four. So they need seven. So they need to have seven hit dice or more? Correct. Okay, yeah, they have eight. Okay, so then they do qualify. So you have DR2, so you only take 24 points damage. The other two attacks, again, these have to be natural 20s to hit. Maybe not with your... Okay, maybe not... Well, no, nah, this is probably still going to miss. I think even without fighting defensively, a, make sure I get the number right. 31. No. So it does have to be a natural 20. Yeah. And a miss with the bite. That'll bring us to the grapple check. I think that time we'll do it. That is a 30 to grapple. Just Jessup. <laughs> just Jessup. Yeah, that's right. Just Jessup. I roll really well when the people who have high CMD are <laughs> immune. What are you talking about? You could fail. So Jessup is crippled. Give me give me my damage. You have nine points of damage. Oh, man. What is what does she want to do? You took out one of her minions. It's not looking great. Uh, so the visual spell effects going on, we have a display, not a display, we have a mirror image that's pretty obvious. Uh, Gideon, I need you to roll me a reflex save. Oh, gosh. The 14. Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. So, Gideon, you are standing there. You, dare you say are pit. getting into a flanking position, getting ready to hit these Morlocks. And you notice the ground beneath you oh. drops uh. as an acid pit. Oh. is summoned right in those four squares that hopefully are on the token level. Yeah. Yep. You said pit, man. I did, yeah. I did say that it was an acid pit. So let's see. It is how many feet deep per... Okay, so 10 feet deep per two levels. So this would make it... Okay, so you take... Is this a sacred bonus? Um, I mean, is this a charm or compulsion effect by chance? I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No? <laughs> that is a 19 points of damage from the fall. I could cast Featherfall, right, Jason? I guess. It's hard to say because as soon as he starts falling into the pit, you wouldn't be able to see him, but you'd be able to see him as While he's I'm up. falling. That's I, okay. That's okay. Don't worry I guess you could. Okay, we don't save him anyway. It's fine. It's okay. I'll just fall. It's fine. He's faltering. Uh, just so you know... So you're now 40 feet deep. Does That does not break shield other? Ooh, it might. Uh, I don't think so, though, because we're just within range. Shield other, I believe, is 55 at my present level. It is 25 plus 5 feet for two levels, so it is 50, exactly. 50. So probably is fine. 40 feet up, 10 feet across, that's probably yeah, fine. Probably, so probably fine, fine, but probably close. Very close, but probably fine. Uh, so yes, this spell functions as create pit, except that it places a uh, five-foot-deep pool of acid at the bottom of the pit. The pit has a maximum depth of who cares. Creatures who <laughs> fall into the pit, taking falling damage as normal, plus 2d6 points of acid damage. Okay. Okay, so that's another four points of acid damage. Which I don't take. I have acid resistance 10. Because of the ring. Hey, speaking of, does DR apply to falling damage as well? 
Probably. I think that that might be true, but then that would imply that with any amount of DR, you could survive any fall. Well, if it's overcome by bludgeoning, then no. Oh, you're right. In addition, exposed items carried by a creature in the pit may be harmed. Items affected one at a time in the order listed on the table and must make a fortitude save after three consecutive rounds in the acid or gain the broken... Oh, this is going to be fun. So my plate armor, how deep is the pit? The pit appears to be about 40 feet deep. The acid. The, the acid is five feet deep. Okay, so it is going to have to be everything from the waist down, which will include my belt. Unless my belt is beneath my full plate. Full plate and my scrolls. Yep, so that's not going to be for another couple of rounds, but we'll yeah. see how that goes. And but I would argue, though, that he could keep his shield and his weapons up. But that would mean that the other weapons that are down would have to get rolls. Yep. So you fall into a pit of acid. She becomes visible and is going to move back a little bit. That is her turn. Brings us to Orange. Orange no longer has a target and uh, doesn't want to stay within range of the pit. So he's going to do a move action to... Oh, man, I can't quite get there. I guess we'll just go here then. That brings us to Kieran. Okay, Kieran is going to... He will try to dispel the pit. Interesting, okay. Um, so it's going to be a caster level check against 11 plus the pit's caster level. Yes. Which is a 26 on my caster level check. A 26 will succeed at okay. dispelling the uh, so target dispel one uh, creature, object, or spell in the area. You make a caster level check. If successful, the spell ends. So I blip all the way back up. Yep. So you pop back up at such force that you're thrown into the ceiling, yep. <laughs> taking another 30 points of damage. Like a reverse feather fall. Yeah. Sure, 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 and sure. And the, sure. Movement, the movement provokes from the two. Okay. Yeah, that's, oh, that's only fair. That's only fair. I wouldn't expect anything less from uh, a DM. I will point out, technically so you are prone because you did take falling damage. I guess. Yeah, that's technically true. Yep. So you are now perfectly fine, but prone. And uh, we won't have to worry about those tedious acid rules. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> For uh, so many reasons. <laughs> anything else on your turn, Karen? I'm going to move to be here and pull my glaive as I move. All right. That'll bring us to Oren. Who is flanking? Who is flanking? And yes, is technically. <laughs> I, although I fell prone, I did not drop my weapons because rules. But yeah, he's going to try and hit red again. Okay. Both of those will hit. That'll also hit. So three hits, 31, 27, 29 for 18 plus 12 is 30 plus 17 is 47 damage. So 47 plus the 3d6, so 57 points of damage. Yowzers, still up, still alive, but has a broken shoulder blade. Just die! That brings us to Jessup. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. 
Never mind. And he's going to activate a um, uh, iron skin. Free action. Okay. Yeah, baby. Yes. Yeah, baby. Yep. Well, that brings us to Jessup, who is grappled. Nothing can hold me back. I'm going to take my standard action to try to bust out of here. Go for it. Oh, crap. That's probably not going to work. Are you sure you can't do uh, acrobatics? You can escape, artist. No. Yeah, I, don't I think those are the only two. I don't escape think escape artist and CMB. We don't. Did we you, don't know what the. Did you roll? I don't. I don't see a roll. No, because my escape artist is only a four, so I can only get a twenty-four. And I doubt that's gonna do it. Is your CMB lower than that? Uh, no. I guess you're right. I could roll CMB. Yeah, I guess I'll try to roll CMB. It's probably not gonna do well, but. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. The DC is ten plus the CMB of the tentacles, which is twenty-five. Are you wow. serious? Nice. Yeah. What a you, roll. you rolled a natural nineteen. I did. So that is with the grappled condition too. So uh, I'm no longer so standard action. No longer grappled. Move action. Get out of there. Probably. Yep. Difficult terrain, but you have hasted movement, so you probably have plenty to get out of range. Well, I have 40 movement, so I can move 20. Yep. The first two squares would be difficult terrain, so 20, uh, 10, 20 movement, and then after that you could do another, like, 20. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just going to move over to this corner. That's fine. All right. I'm just going to continue to maintain performance. I don't remember if I did maintain. What round is this, Jason? This is round five. Okay. No. So, uh, yep, that would be my fourth use, because I didn't have it the first round. Uh, so maintain and move standard. I'm tapped out, but I'm free. Okay. That brings us to Red, uh, who should attack Gideon, but is going to attack Orin because Orin hit him. So full attack against Orin. First attack uh, is a 30 even. Yeah. Okay. So you will take zeros on a d10 or a 10. Okay. No, they're zeros. You deal zero damage. Oh my gosh. Uh, let me make sure that I did that math correctly. Pretty sure I did. That is 32 points of damage, but it is halved. You take 16. Gideon also takes 16. This does not reduce my, my DR because rules... Oh, it does reduce my DR. Wait a minute. Did you calculate that? Oh, that is correct. So 32 would be 22. So you both take 11 instead. Uh, its second attack is definitely going to miss. And its bite attack is a natural one. So that is Red's turn, which moves us to Gideon, who is prone and dead. <laughs> Not prone, nor am I dead. You are prone. Oh, this is correct. <laughs> Ah, I'm so frustrated with that situation, Jason. I don't want to be. Hey, I was hoping it was going to be worse than that. Yeah, well, it wasn't. So, you could have been down there for nine rounds. Cast in grace. Okay, swift action. To the end of your turn, your movement does not provoke attacks of opportunity. Stand up. Okay. And then, yeah, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? A lot, yeah. a, a lot of really bad things. Nah, uh, we're gonna cast. We're gonna go real big here. Five foot step. Oh no. That's not good. Is it not good? Yeah, cause, cause this this thing probably has reach. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're gonna. <laughs> 
shoot. My plans are foiled. Why? You can't provoke. I say? You can't provoke. For movement. Movement can't provoke. Movement. He's casting a spiel. Yes. Oh. Wh- which somatic component is movement? Maybe that doesn't provoke. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, shoot. It has 15-foot reach? That's a lot of reach. Well, no, there's these two. I could five-foot step here, oh. theoretically, but then I would be... It's still reach for her. Yeah. But I don't know what her to hit is. We're just going to chance the damage. We're going to cast Cure Critical Wounds, but I will provoke from the two of them. Okay. Okay, Red, they're forced to continue their power attacking, so they have to take that penalty. Red is going to miss with a low roll. Green is going to maybe with a 33. Exactly. That is 24 points of damage. So 22? Yes, 22, because you have your DR. 22 points of damage. So you do have to roll concentration because you were hit. Yeah, so 10 plus the damage taken, so 22. Plus the spell level, yes. Plus the spell level on top of all that? Uh, Injured while casting 10 plus damage dealt plus spell level. Gosh, this might actually just barely do it. Maybe not. So, okay, so 32, 10 plus you took 22 damage. That makes it a 32 plus the spell level. Doesn't do it. So that is not going to succeed. No. And I lose the spell. So I should have just cast defensively. Ah, lesson learned. That is your turn. That brings us to Green, who was not attacked by Orin. I was hoping you were going to be prone for this, but he's going to try to attack you. That's going to miss. Iterative. That's going to miss. Bite has to be a natural 20. No. So all those will miss. Brings us to the lady. She's going to five foot step here and make a melee touch attack against Gideon. Mm-hmm. Oh. So against your touch AC, this is a 27. Will hit. Okay. She is casting Vampiric Touch. Okay. So you are going to take some damage. She is going to gain temporary hit points equal to the damage. But she can't gain more than your current hit points. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> It'll put you that, down at least. I, say, I don't think that part matters. A bad roll. Okay. You take 12 points of damage and she gains five. So I take 10 points of damage. No, because this is not a this is not a physical attack. DR does not apply to spell. DR doesn't apply to spells at all. No, because this is this is not dealing like uh, physical damage. It's not dealing like slashing, piercing, bludgeoning. It's dealing negative energy. Okay, that's fine. So, so like take... channels channels aren't don't apply to like a skeleton's DR in the same way. I think that this does. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay so. with that ruling. So I uh, will cast as an immediate action, second wind. Yeah, so as uh, you can yeah. do that because the swift action you did was on your turn last time. Okay. Healing 20. Or as an immediate action when you were brought below zero hit points. Yep. So that's 2d8 plus some stuff. Yep, so 20 hit points, so you gain that back. All right. Okie dokie. That is her turn. That'll bring us to Orange. 
Uh, so you would be prone again because you went unconscious, or no? I don't think with um, second wind, but I think maybe. Let me check. Because you are dropped below zero. You summon, you heal, you can cast this either as a subsection or immediate action when you are brought. So I would argue you cast it as an immediate action, and then you would be able to get yourself from going down. But if you don't like that ruling, I'm okay with that too. Okay. Either way, Orange is going to try to put you down again. I can't do it again, so that, that much is true. It doesn't know that. It just knows that you keep getting up for some reason. Yep. It doesn't like that. First attack. Oh, that might do it. That might do it. What is the bonus? It's not flanking, though. Hmm. Might not. It might, though. Oh, yeah, that's definitely going to do it. Because I rolled a natural 19. Does not crit. But that is a... Still a 36. That's it. That hits. Yes. Yep. That hits. You take 24 points of damage. Gideon goes down. And because I'm not the worst person ever (laughs) you're fine I won't use the other two attacks to completely kill you why we have a cleric yeah you're fine you just got a 5.7 cast breath of life tell me to be more careful next time (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to start that precedent shame because it has no reason to it sees that you went down and it's going to immediately turn its attention towards Karen so you can't move again, though, so Karen, it's your turn. You see Gideon collapse several times <gasps> and eventually not get back up again. Okay, I'm going to... Oh, speaking of, Marder's last blessing will go off. Or would have gone off. Which does... 1d8 plus 10, give me a second, I'll roll it. Actually, plus 11, then. So 1d8 plus 11? Yep. Yeah, it's Marder's last blessing... So, minus three, 16. So everyone heals 16. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on how that works, because it says if you're brought below zero hit points, so it's like, would that have... It would have happened earlier. Yeah, I just forgot to do it. So, it did happen earlier. It is expended. Okay. Uh, Kieran, continue your turn. Everybody's been healed a little bit, but uh, go on. Okay, if I move to be here... Can I get a lightning bolt with all of them? Like, does this square count for her? Yes, technically. So I will cast a lightning bolt. Okay. Again, DC 17 reflex save. So the snake lady gets a natural 19. Red gets a 23. Green got a 12. Orange got a 22. Okay, so everybody takes 22 and green takes 44 electricity damage. All right. 22, you said, oh my gosh. Seriously? Is red still up? It's ridiculous. Your goggles proc, Hursk. <laughs> uh, is that your turn, Karen? Yep, that's my move in standard. Some decent damage all across the board there. That brings us to Orin. Red does appear to technically still be up. Here's a quick question that I I need us to make sure that we are on the same page before something potentially happens. Is Shield Other still in effect? Yes. So that'll be fun. Don't get hit, Orin. I am in a pickle here. He's going to try and take out Red. Go for it. Do your worst. You are no longer flanking, so don't have that in. 22 
on a nat one. <laughs> I love it. Love <laughs> it. Squeaky hammer. Please continue. Oh boy. All right. Th that doesn't hit, right? Because now a natural one. one will always miss. Always miss. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thirty. Thirty will do it. So I'll let you know. Red is. He had one hit point, so he's down. Oh, okay. So can I five foot step and take my haste? Well, I guess I don't have to because green's still there. Uh, yeah. If you want to switch to green, you can just go for it. Then I have my hasted attack. Yep. Can I five foot step here and do my hasted attack on orange? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I'd prefer to do that. Okay. 28 will hit. Oh my gosh. So 18 points of damage to orange. All right. Brings us to the top of round six. Oh, and another oh. round of iron skin. Top of round six. We have Jessup. Expend a round of bardic performance. I will. Husk, you can do it! And I will do the displacement with my cloak of range. Husk sneezes from all the way back in Long Shadow. What did I say, Husk? Yeah, you're like, Husk, you can do it! Brandon, I just want you to know Reach doesn't let you cast it that far. Hursk is a little oh, bit too. I was far like, Orn, I was like, are you serious? Because I think I cast it no. further than Oral Cat. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. We have a special bond, the two of us. Um, as long as he wears a pair of my pants, I can cast spells on him anywhere yep. throughout. That checks out. That's why we switched That's the cannon. <laughs> uh, so, yep. So I'll use one of my um, charges, my Cloak of Resistance, All Long right. Shadow, cast Displacement on Hursk. Oh, no. Again, you can't do that because he's really far Dang away. it, Orin! I don't... <laughs> Sorry, we hate to be like this. I don't know why. We really, I just... we really want... I look I look Orin in the eyes and I see Husk and I just always wonder what could have been. It's not me, it's you. I mean, it's oh, not you, it's me. Been. And my turn. Okay. Gideon, roll me a thing I'm a thing. I'm not going to. Okay. I have an enduring wound, so it's going to cast. <laughs> He's like, I'm just dead. Cure light wounds. On me. Once per day, when the wielder is reduced to zero hit points or fewer, the weapon automatically casts. Again, wouldn't this have happened before? Read the text. Uh, it's at the start of my turn. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm keep it I know. I I'm know. Josh isn't me. He reads uh, his I'm stuff. I'm sorry, but it's at no the start of her one. next turn. Okay. okay. We've probably made that joke before. I just had to do it again. Yeah. Okay. Always, I just, always good. It's always okay. good. Um, and I, I'm assuming that this uses the lowest caster level, like a um, one. So long as it remains in the same square as the wielder. Unfortunately, it dropped in this square. Okay, you oh, pedantic. Yes. <laughs> yep. Anyways, I think it should be a D8 plus one, although I would love a D8 plus five if you want to be kind. This is an actual item, right? It is a thing. Enduring Bloom. Let's spell it incorrectly and see if we can still get it. It has a caster level third, so it'd be plus three. Okay, I'll do that. Nice. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> I love it. I... Okay. Are you back up? Don't no. tell me you're back. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm not up. <laughs> okay. That's your turn. Okay. Yep. Oh boy. Brings us to green. Ah. Part of me wants to attack Jessup. <laughs> do it. What I do? Do it, man. Just do it. But do they it, have do their it. target. Yeah, they will Orin. five step to be flanking. Orin, get him. He has displacement now. He'll yep, you forever. do have displacement. No, that was uh, Husk. 
The Green first is going to full attack you. Because they switched pants. Uh, that'll be a miss. That'll be a miss. Wow, rolling. Oh, wow. I rolled a seven, a three, and a one. Oof. Nice. Nice. You gotta love it, Green. Way to, way to pull your weight. These, the uh, snake lady here is going to cast a spell on Kieran. See if I can do this. It's a battle of mages. My saves aren't good. A blurbadon versus a snake lady. Oh, is she trying to... She was trying to dispel my images, that stupid woman. You don't know. I can say that because I am a woman. (laughs) That's how that works. Is that how it works? That's how it works in my book. Uh, And then Orange will do his full attack. Her full attack. It's full attack. They don't have gem. Oh, Gideon, right? They're androgynous? Yeah, Morlocks are all androgynous. Ooh, I think I hit on that one. It was a one, but that hit the side of the box and came a 19. That's hacks. Sus. Hacks. That seems That's uh, That sounds sus. And then I rolled a two and a 10, so both of those will miss. But the one will hit. Dealing. Uh, not too crazy. 26, but your thing is... So 16 points of damage. Shield other will kick in. So you take eight and Gideon takes eight. Did you roll for displacement, you said, or no? Oh, oh yeah, roll your displacement. Oh, yeah. I have decided that it hits anyways. <laughs> That's the prerogative right there. I rolled an 11, so it misses. Yay! Yay! Yay. We take no damage, we'll live forever. I'm still alive! I'm still alive! Orin just does the uh, John Cena thing, you can't see me. Every though, time. Though attack. it is close, let me tell you. <laughs> Jessup runs over and grapples green and gives us the RKO. <laughs> that brings us to Kieran. Jason, I don't know if you saw... I, did, if she casts a spell, uh, right? Yeah, no, it was to spell magic. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I it's just she wasn't going for the images. What? Oh, freedom of movement. That <laughs> stinker. That stinker is trying to get me stuck. She was doing the 400 IQ play there. That's a pretty good move, I won't lie. I liked it. I really wish it had worked. I really liked that thought, but it's, it's okay. I would have been quite cross if I know, had but succeeded. I, loved it. <laughs> I, I understand that you would have been cross, but I think you also, a part of you, would have enjoyed it. Right? I, like, I give like... Jason props. That was a pretty good play. Which, actually, should the black tentacles have been rolling against my images because it's technically a CMB as an attack roll? I haven't been doing it because you have freedom of movement. Yeah, but I'm just saying earlier on when I was grappled technically by the rules. Probably not because it's like an area effect. It would affect everything, yeah. Yeah, but it's still an attack roll. Yeah. It's like if I had displacement, it would be a 50% mischance, right? I don't know. Food for thought. But anyway, I guess the way I'm the way I'm standing right now, I mean, I have to lightning bolt again, right? I just... Okay. Uh, yeah. You're basically a one-trick. I'm bow, just a one-dimensional that. character. Aww. Yeah, that's I all have you a do. ton of other spells, but like you guys were all like, "Kieran, we need you to be DPS," and so what? It's like I. Yeah, when did any of us turn southern anyway? I'm pretty sure I'll look back at the the tape, and I'm pretty sure that you said now that Hersk is gone, Kieran's got to be the DPS. I yeah. guarantee you, you said that. He was also the same one that goes. Every first round of combat, Jessup has to cast haste. Yeah, exactly. Josh like, just okay. likes to play everybody's character. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just gonna, what is this? Attack Josh Knight? Like, I don't understand yeah, why boy. y'all come with it. Hey, hey, your conscious can't defend themselves. Yeah, I was going to say, Gideon's real talkative for a dead guy. 
Uh, all right. So half damage is going to be 19, and full damage is 39 electricity. Okay. They rolled a 19, 17, and 29 on their saves. If only I had one debuff to just flip that 17 to a 16, or if I had cast Dragon Breath, that would have failed. But you live and learn. So okay. 19 Definitely points of damage. Definitely chipping away at the damage there. Or you yeah. learn and die, as I'm finding out. Yeah. that's. You lasted longer than I thought you were going to, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for sure. That brings us to Oren. I guess you could have moved here and if you wanted to. Oh, that's true. I will move five feet up. Okay. Could I, as a free action, do a heel check to see how Gideon's looking? I don't know if I'd do it as a free action, <laughs> but you could do an action. An immediate no, action. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, can I do an immediate action heel check? <laughs> you would take penalties because uh, his face... Is, uh, it's got his oh, it's covered. On, so you, yeah, yeah. You can't see. Oh, he'll live forever. We're gonna attack Orange again. All right, go for it. See if we can put them down. Twenty-three will hit. Twenty-six will hit. Thirty-eight will hit. So thirteen plus sixteen is twenty-nine. Plus fifteen is forty-four. Plus the nine is fifty-three. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. With the extra nine damage, that is enough to put Orange down. Good nice. gravy. That's a lot of hitch, hitch points. <laughs> hitch points. <laughs> they got tons of hitch points. <laughs> good. Good hitching. Good gravy. That's a lot of hitch points there on that there, Morlock. Um, and I'm... going to use my last round you of see Iron Gideon Skin. laugh in death. <laughs> <laughs> Last round of Iron Skin? Yeah. All right. I only get it for like three, I think. Yeah. Yep. Brings us to the top of round seven. And Jessup. Jessup will maintain your performance. And he's going to cast Spell. He's going to cast Cure Serious Wounds. And he's going to move up and he's going to give Gideon some hitch points. Oh, yeah. Gotta get them hitch points. You gotta get 22 there. Get up, see? That's my next character voice, by the way. Thank you all very much. Why do you only get 22 hitch points? Uh, Because I have... um, He has destruction on. No, I don't have destruction. Shouldn't it be because I have Inspire Courage on, which is another three? Yeah, but your caster level is plus 11, so you did 3d6 plus 11. Oh, I guess you're right. Exactly. No, I decided I want to reduce that hitch plus by three <laughs> for Gideon. All right. That brings us to Gideon, who is prone on the ground. And oh. now. Wait, Good so you can be Lord. hit. Watch this. Watch me use two spells again. You've seen this one before. Goodness me. Rinse and you repeat. I know. I don't even care. We're all one dimensional in our own ways. <laughs> So, Grace and Cure Critical Wounds for more hitch points. Yep. Grace, Cure Critical Wounds, Fafa Step, get some hitch points back. <laughs> all right. I appreciate that, everybody, y'all. Why is everybody Southern all of a sudden? I don't know. <laughs> what is my, happening? My accent just goes where it does. All right. <laughs> kind of like my last wife. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That will bring us to the Morlock, 
who's gonna do a full attack against Oren. Not Gideon? He doesn't want to chase him? No. He's gonna keep going. I I don't remember what your AC is. I don't know if it's, it's 28. 20. Okay, so that's gonna miss. The second attack is natural 20. Oh boy. And I don't think that will confirm. It's not flanking. So, okay, so it does not confirm. And the bite is natural too. So, you do still take... Displacement! 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 48 will miss with displacement. I thought you were going to say 48. Damn it! I thought for sure you were just like losing patience. You're just like... No. 48 on the concealment will miss. Nice. And, uh... Snake-like lady is going to do a thing. I need everybody to roll me a fortitude save. It was this or the other thing, and I wonder with this. Is it a spell or spell-like ability? It is a spell. Gosh, you guys' fortitude saves are stupid. I rolled okay, a 21. Hey, I had to roll pretty good. Well, I guess I have a plus 10. Just got a 10. I think I failed. I got a 32. Okay. So, glitter dust around all of you. So, Jessup is blinded. Uh, the rest of you are fine, but you're all We're sparkly. Now. We're fabulous. Oh no, my age caught up to me. Yeah, pick on the guy that hasn't touched her at all. Done anything to I her. Tried to, I tried to be diplomatic with her, and yeah. she throws right. dirt in my eye. You played Mr. Nice Guy, and she's just throwing sand in your eyes. Kieran, it is your turn. I am going to... So I have my glaive out. I'm going to make an attack at green, and then... I would like to make two more attacks at green. If you just so wish. Yes. So, I will roll for my attacks and my iterative, and then I will roll separately for my hasted attack, which, yes, it hasn't been 11 rounds, so we're still hasted. Years, yeah. But we lost destruction, because you went unconscious. Yes, because that one does Like four times. We did not lose bless, because that's just a prevailing effect. Yep. Okay, I have haste, shield, inspire courage. Okay. Attack 21 and 17. Cheer. 21 will hit. So natural four, natural five. Cool, cool, cool. And then a 22. Natural five. So two of those hit? Yep. Okay. So So 20 damage on the first one and 20 damage on the second. The, yeah. Why are you rolling damage? Oh, sorry. I... I'll have to roll it for the second one. So 18 damage on the first one and then 20 damage yeah. on the third one. So it's 38 plus 7. Because of the 7 damage. Yeah, just up. That's enough to put it down. <laughs> the finisher. Again. And it is now. <laughs> just up the finisher outfit. I like that. It's just doing it on the name. I guess you have a five foot step if you want. Oh, because he's dead. Oh, that's right. We yeah. just talked about that. <laughs> okay. I will five foot step. Look here. Okay. Brings us to Orin. And the creature dimension doors away. I've tried this once before. Hold monster. Okay. Let me just make sure I know what guarded thoughts does. It is mind affecting. Uh, So this is mind affecting. Is it also a charm? It is not. Okay. It's an an enchantment. A compulsion. So I think we are fine. Okay, so it functions okay. like hold person. Uh, affects any living creature that fails its wheel will save. Wheel wheel save. Wheel save. Wheel save. 
Um, which is gonna be, it's a level 6 spell, so what is that, a DC 20? Is that right? It rolled, I did this in the chat. Wow! A it 26. Has a, it has an 11. Okay. Alright, well it passes. So it could have failed. Yeah, it was it was within the margin, but uh, it rolled pretty well on that one. So 26 it is able to shrug off the effects of Hold Monster. Ah, nets. You have a move action if you'd like to take it. If you want to provoke, you could move right up over here. No, I don't like that arrow pointing at me. Stop it. I can't see it, but I feel it. Back it off. <laughs> um, can I move there without provoking? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move there. All right. Brings us to Jessup. You could move here and provoke. How? I can't see. He's got glitter eye. Oh, you're blind. Ha <laughs> ha. So just so you are aware, glitter dust, you are blinded a creature at the end of your turn can attempt a new saving throw to end the blindness effect. Well, Jessup will just maintain performance and I guess he can't really do anything. He'll kind of just like reach out to see who he can grab. Probably knowing Gideon's there might just kind of flavor grab a hold of him. Not that's going to do anything. Uh, Gideon, you are grappled. I don't think that's how that works. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, 21 is not bad for Jessup, but no, no, he doesn't. It doesn't do it. Um, he shakes him off. Je- well, that's rude. Rude. <laughs> rude. Uh, you're, you're, like, so you're knocking down. the old blind guy on the ground. Get yeah. off me. Yeah. He, he just resed you. Uh, Healed you. That's fine. This guy's mean. Garen, where are you? I need help. Gideon's not helpful. I will delay because okay. I can't see. Well, okay. Go ahead and roll your uh, your fortitude. Well, if I pull a Josh, the... though, if I delay, then do I nope. roll at the end nope. of my delay? Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. No. We don't allow Josh's ideas to in this game. Uh, yeah, so that will actually break the blindness at the end of your turn. I could see. But then he delayed, no, so no. now he can act. <laughs> I wasn't doing it for that reason. I know, but I know. I, I know. guess. Uh, that will bring us to. Gideon. I'll let you go immediately after Gideon if you want. I really don't like how this is going. Why not? It's just in general kind of like bad. Fine. I think think I'm fine. I think it's going swell. We're going to cast Divine Favor then Grace and we're going to move right up on him. Okay. You are a glutton for punishment my bro. Why are you laughing at me Jace? I, oh. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> it was the other waiting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is he will him. not falter. That's what he does. That's his thing. Gideon's Except turn. he did falter this <laughs> last round. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's the smart play, but you'd hate me so much. I don't. I won't hate you, man. You go ahead. You do your thing. I, you I don't, sure? Yeah, I don't get upset like these other players. Okay, I need oh, to run a reflex save. Okay, I lied. I, I, have my <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will cast defensively, so let me just. If this is a pit that. again. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one okay. that told him to do it, so you said you don't get upset like us other players. That is a successful cast defensively on Acid Pit. So go ahead and roll me a reflex save. Hey, 25? Come on, come on, come on. 25 will beat the DC. You can move to an adjacent square. Um, I want to... Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play the game and have fun, Jason. Okay, why I'll just can't go five you... foot step down here. <laughs> uh, see, see, that's the thing. There was no downside. Even if I fail the spell, I still put distance. 
Uh, I'm going there instead. You can't okay. stop me. Uh, Karen, it is your turn. I love Just this stop <laughs> Okay, Karen will move to be right there. And I will glaive with my glaive. Okay. So my attack is a 32. Uh, okay, wow, you were confident DC. in my attack, Brandon. I, I, if it's not, then we're in trouble. <laughs> that D6 <laughs> came real fast. I, I, I forgot. I, think that I thought the DC was the same as the Destroyers, which was 20. Oh. Hers might be a little higher than that. 32 will hit. Does it hit? Okay. So damage will be uh, 21 max damage. 21. 23 points of damage. Yikes. Yeah. That's my turn. Orin, it is your turn. Bear in mind, uh, you probably have not encountered the pit spells before. If you end your turn within five feet of the pit, you have to make a save or fall into it. You get a little bit of a bonus, but you still have to make a save. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> Reroller save? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> uh, so there's a big pit right here. Yeah. Can I dispel the pit? If you want to. She's going to be real annoyed. Uh That'd be amazing if Jason put it near Jessup and I was still blind and I couldn't see it after that. No, that'd be so good. I love it. You dispel it. She just recasts it. What is it? A reflex save? If I end next to it? If you end next to it, it is a reflex save. You get a plus two bonus for not being like in the squares. I don't want to fall in. But you can attempt to dispel it. That's fine. I will attempt to dispel it. All right. One d twenty plus eleven. You said it was reflex save correct to not be able to fall in. Is that what that means? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That will fail. A 15 will not be ah. the DC. Okay. What do I have? Like a move action? You have a move action. Am I still technically adjacent to it yes. where I'm at now? Oh, okay. Well, I move there. Okay. You're safe. <laughs> that brings us to Jessup. Jessup? No, I doubt it's going to make a difference just curious but freedom of movement wouldn't prevent them from having to roll adjacent because it doesn't specifically say but it's, i don't think so yeah, it just says it usually impedes movement but it's not really movement it's just more of a save that's right i'm not blinded you are not blinded he will turn to the unknown lizard creature the false goddess and he will attempt to diplomatize once more you could also make a knowledge check now that you've seen it fine i'll do a 20 what is it Dungeoneering, so 29. 29. You identify it, and you get two pieces of information. So this creature, you identify this as a Dark Naga. A sharp-feathered humanoid head crowns a, the powerful, sinuous body of this snake-like monstrosity. Dark Nagas covet luxury, wealth, and power over others. With bodies covered by shimmering, eel-like black scales, Dark Nagas slither deftly through forsaken lands and abandoned ruins, scouring such places for treasures and weaker creatures that they might force into service. They typically weigh about 300 pounds and they're 12 feet long. Uh, what would you like to know about the Dark Nagas? How many pieces did you say? Two. What, does it get any cool special abilities? Spell-like abilities? They have spells equivalent to like seventh level sorcerers usually you know that this one's a little bit more powerful because it's casting higher level spells but they've got sorcerer spells basically and ah, what's its worst save fortitude um yeah jessup will five foot step back 
and just kind of look around and be like, well, all of your comrades here have fallen, and now it's just you. If you want to keep playing the charade of being the false goddess for the rest of the Molochs that are still alive here, I suggest you surrender and just help answer our questions peacefully. I don't know if that would be more of an intimidation or diplomacy. My oratory does it both the same. So, I guess, sure. Okay, yeah, you can go ahead and roll it. Um... Oh, crap, a nat 2 for a 20. Solid. She responds, and you can see that uh, her eyes flare with anger. And she says, False serpents? I am not false. I am the world serpent. She seems very angry about that. Yeah, uh, just a little free action. I don't think I'm smooth talking this one out of here today. Okay. That'll bring us to Gideon. Man. I'm just not having a day. I'm going to be honest. I keep just dying. It's great. That's life. You could try not. I'm going to yeah, try. Just try harder to stay alive. Yeah. Goodness. Jeez. So what would you like to do? Move there. Does that provoke? Right. Technically. Okay. Uh, she's not going to take it. Okay. Then as I move, I'm going to pull out a javelin. Okay. I'm going to try and uh, hit it in the face. Okay. Roll an attack. 31 will hit. Dealing 14 points of damage. Okay. Still up. I'm still within 30 feet, so I will do my d6. Woo! One damage! Yep. Still up. And it is her turn. She's going to five step over here and onto the wall. She begins climbing up the wall somewhat. Uh, and then she is going to cast a spell at Gideon. So, Gideon, you are going to take... A save, presumably. You take 23 points of damage as five magical missiles spiral towards you and unerringly strike you. Oh, so like those, for example, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't roll a save from those ones. Nope, no save, no attack roll. They just It's just damage that occurs. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. I've seen Kieran use it. Speaking of, that brings us to Kieran. This is the ninth round, by the way, so the Black Tentacles actually ends. All right, I'm going to try to do the math. Three attacks versus two attacks. Two attacks against touch versus three attacks against regular. I guess I'll just step adjacent to the pit. Okay. And I will do three glaive attacks. Okay. So, first two, I have a 24 and a 22, and then a 36. The 24 will hit exactly. Okay. The 22 will miss. The 36 will hit. Okay. So, you don't have to worry about the damage on the third one because the 17 from your first attack is enough to knock her down. Oh, jeez. Well, here's the thing I would like everybody who can to roll me a knowledge arcana or spellcraft. So, so we got a 33 knowledge arcana from Kieran. Anybody else? Got a 25 from Jessup and a 14 from Orin. Okay. So as you strike this creature, Kieran, you cleave straight through her body. And you expect there to be like a spurt of blood and body collapsing onto the ground, but that is not what happens. Instead, her body kind of solidifies, begins to turn white like snow, 
and melt away into nothingness. And both you and Jessup are immediately able to recognize what you just thought was a simulacrum. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. So that... Oh. I wonder... The general must be super high and has a simulacrum of herself. So I'll read this off. So simulacrum creates an illusory duplicate of any creature. The duplicate creature is partially real and formed from ice or snow. It appears to be the same as the original, but has only half the real creature's levels or hit dice. You can't create a simulacrum of a creature whose hit dice or level exceed twice your caster level, yada, yada, yada. So basically, a simulacrum creates a perfect copy of a creature, but half its strength, more or less, and is incapable of healing damage. Which kind of makes sense to you why this creature was so averse to being in melee. But yeah, you put down this creature. Well, one more thing. 26 reflex save to... Yep, and you're able to not, step away. Yeah. Eventually the pit will... I away. guess that explains the false goddessness. So I guess the real one is the real world serpent. Right. That makes a lot more sense. Huh, I thought that the, from what he had said, the world serpent was a completely different naga or something to that nature. But interesting. Makes me nervous, because that being a simulacrum, it was still pretty hard to beat. Jason, now didn't we... I can't remember what was said to us as players or from the visions we had, but didn't I think there was some comment made about the general Azerces having snakes or, or negative comment toward that. I think that's something our players had heard. There was information you gathered about the commanders. Yeah, because Xanathura was, I thought, something with a snake. Yeah, there's something snake-related, which that makes sense then. So, Ka'al mentioned something about a snake. Oh, okay. Ka'al said something about that that snake must know what she's talking about. Right. Or something along those lines. You got a handout in book three, Darg's journal, the cavalier that you fought pretty early on in the book. He had a, a journal that you read, and day 57 it says... Collapse has killed my lieutenant, six slaves, and all four Morlocks. Mm -hmm. Xanathura will be will have my hide for losing her little pets. Yeah. So that would you might be able to put together that Xanathura might be this Naga because this Naga had the Morlocks, which then links it to the other information you learned about the commanders and how Xanathura is like the magical advisor of the Iron Fang Legion, but is disliked by everyone except the general. You did mention also Xanathura's Morlock servants dwell in a series of caverns below the collapsed dwarven ruins at the far end of the Valley of Aloy. Yeah. So So that was probably a simulacrum of Xanathura. Well, I guess uh, I'm not sure if he'll be happy knowing that we took care of the false goddess. Well, it certainly can't hurt. I mean, Yulwes seemed pretty adamant that we fight the the false world serpent so if we tell was it a him him if we tell him that that the world serpent is dead then maybe he can convince the rest of his people to stop following the false serpent yeah we'll just dispose of these full bodies here and hope that he doesn't realize what happened to uh, I suppose I don't understand but what exactly does this duplicate does this mean that the real Xanathar is elsewhere Oh yeah, this one was like a fraction of her true power. Right, that's what makes me nervous, is that this one was still fairly formidable in battle, and 
I guess I should expect one of the high-ranking officers in the Iron Fang to be pretty powerful, but I wasn't expecting quite that powerful. So I wonder where she is. Potentially she made a copy of herself to still rule over here. She must be gone, maybe to where the general in the Iron Fang Legion is. She just left her, you know, doppelganger behind for it. Perhaps. Well, let's check here, see if we can find any clues, because obviously we don't know where we're going still. Do you think we should take the head of the cir- Oh, I'm sorry, it dissolved. Derp. Yeah, I mean, if you want to scoop up some of that water or something, maybe. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> this is proof of your serpent's death. That wasn't canon. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because I can't see the room with my imagination. I'll, I'll help you look around, Kieran. Perhaps we'll find something useful. Okay, well, I was going to look to find no, only two people can look. Stop looking. Only two people Stop look. it. Stop looking. Stop looking. Clo- close your glitter eyes. <laughs> Karen throws glitter in Orin's eyes. So you guys all look around this room. I guess we could just take 20 since the threat seems to be passed. Yep. Go ahead and roll me knowledge history, anybody who'd like to. Uh, Orin, get yourself a plus four. History was not my strong suit in school. I rolled an eight if you allow it on knowledge. So 19... Jessup is going to, oh, wow. while we look around, he's going to cast Titan Awareness on himself. Were you you were aiding Orin, you said? If you, yeah, if you, I think okay. you can aid on That's fine. Uh, Jessup's going to roll on his own. 27. So, Orin, uh, with your circumstance bonus, gets you to a 19. With the aid, gets you to a 21. DC 21. So, nice. both Ooh. you and Jessup are able to learn this. You're looking at the the engravings that are on the walls here, the intricate script that is on the wall. And you see that this room has been collapsed, obviously, but the surviving walls of the room are covered in brass embossed depictions of scenes from the Dwarven quest for Sky, which you have identified and noticed that the scenes lack much of the earlier days of the quest for Sky but they do clearly depict images of stone towers that look like the onyx towers that you've seen the Iron Fang Legion employ. So that's one piece of information you get. You do also notice looking around, you find several items. You find 135 platinum, 1,268 gold, six solid rubies, which you'll have to appraise their value, some of these I'll give you. So two scrolls of identify, that's just something that you'd, you'd get for free. A scroll of vampiric touch, you'd get for free. A scroll of restoration. And then I'll have you roll spellcraft on one other scroll and a, what appears to be a magical warhammer. Ooh. Oh, a magical warhammer. That sounds too juicy. Yay, squeaky warhammer upgrades. Maybe. Maybe, we'll see. Yep, so two spellcrafts. I'll aid. I will aid here as well. Spellcraft is a 19 gross. So with Oren's aid, that's a 21. With Jessup's aid, that's a 23. And I don't know if Gideon's aiding or not, but it could be either a 23 or a 25. I could roll the aid. This will be on the scroll. 25 is enough to identify a scroll of Ray's dead. Oh, sweet. Oh, wow. Nice. Almost needed that. I don't need the diamond for that, right? Uh, correct. It comes oh, nice. pre-included with the... Oh. <laughs> it's part of the warranty. Excellent. <laughs> comes pre-included. <laughs> yep. Now, had this been made by a cleric of Abadar, you would have to buy the, the diamonds. Oh, yeah. Is that right? 
Okay, and then my second spellcraft for the magical warhammer is a... Oh my gosh, 16. That's a natural two. Natural two. Even with all the aids, that's not going to be enough. He'll sigh heavily and pass it over to Jessup. <laughs> so Jessup will, um, and then he will also... He will cast Identify, and he will identify or try to the Warhammer and then those urns that we found the other day that oh, I was yeah. able right. to identify. I'll oh, do yeah. that as well since I'm casting. Can I aid on the second one with the the clay pots? Sure, yeah. What the heck were those called? So I, I have them <laughs> on the inventory as magical clay jars strong yeah, conjuration. No, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I found it. Okay, what the... Go ahead and roll uh, Warhammer and then or whatever order you You, you auto-aid, right, Kieran? I, I do, yeah. I can't aid you on the Warhammer, I don't think, because I already rolled it. So I don't. Oh, yeah. So just the, the yeah. vials. All right. So I'll do two rolls. So one will be. All right. So this is for the Warhammer. Or no. Yes. The Warhammer. Oh, a 25. Luckily, a natural one on a skill check doesn't automatically mean a fail. So you do hit the DC wow. to <laughs> identify. <laughs> Amazing. We're so bad at this. And the uh, spellcraft with the um, the plus four bonus from Orin and Kieran will be a 39, which is a Gosh, that's nice. Dang it. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> so you identify the Warhammer as a plus one quaking dwarven Warhammer. Ooh, there. That's an Orin item if I ever heard of one. What's a quaking mean? Is it earth something? It's made of oatmeal. I just Googled Pathfinder quaking and it auto-corrected to Pathfinder squeaking, which is applicable <laughs> to this. Yes! Squeaky hammer! So, just so you're aware, a quaking weapon, uh, this can only be placed on a bludgeoning weapon, this uh, magical ability. The wielder of a quaking weapon can strike the ground as a standard action to perform a trip combat maneuver that applies to all foes within a 5-foot spread, 10-foot cone, or 20-foot line. The wielder can trip creatures of any size in this way uh it provokes but you're never knocked prone if you fail by a whole lot so it's kind of like a instead of attacking you can try to trip something as a standard action a five foot radius spread would be like four squares it would just be everything around you so that's basically like a plus one warhammer but it has the quaking ability essentially yes does the dwarven aspect have anything no it's just a dwarven warhammer Anybody have objections? Nope, it's yours. Take it. Jessup will kind of look at it and carefully identify it, just barely with a one. And then, eh, you know, and I don't think that this is any type of uh, dwarven, you know, weaponsmithing that you're going to want here. It just doesn't really look like it fits your caliber. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's what I get from trying to sense motive on... Although, you helped him identify it, so I don't know if you're completely in the dark about what it is. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to add in a circumstance penalty there, since you kind of know. Okay, and what are the magical clay jars? Yes, you identify these as marvelous pigments. Oh. DC 30. Wow. Wow. So these pigments enable their possessor to create actual permanent objects simply by depicting their form in two dimensions. The pigments are applied by a stick tipped with uh, bristle hairs or fur. One pot of marvelous pigments is sufficient to create a 1,000 cubic foot object by depicting it two-dimensionally over 100 square foot surface. Only normal inanimate objects can be created. Creatures can't be created. Pigments must be applied to a surface. 
Uh, it takes 10 minutes and a craft painting check to to succeed on this. Uh, it can't create magic items, objects of value, uh, such as like jewelry and such, appear to be valuable, but are really just tin, lead, glass, and so on, inexpensive stuff. Um, you can create normal weapons, armor, and any other mundane item, as long as its value does not exceed 2,000 gold pieces. That's cool. That's that really cool. neat. So it is possible to make a bridge, theoretically, or a plank. You could make a bridge, but it would be on a solid surface rather than where you'd want it to be. You could make a plank and then move it, though. Yeah, plank and move it to help you get across. You could like make a rope or a bucket. Make a rope or a dagger. Mm -hmm. Most mundane adventuring items. Jess will just uh, paint a happy little dagger right here. (laughs) Roll a craft painting. Uh, I've craft quilting. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I did that. What's a dagger look like? That's a hammer. Oh no, Jessup, I don't even think that could count as a hammer. It's more like a stick figure. I don't know, um, yeah, Jessup. It's been a while, but uh, c- can I try it? Try what? The uh, to paint something. Oh, well, we don't want to waste it right now, do we? It doesn't have limited use, does it? Does it? Up to a, up to a thousand cubic feet. Yes. It, it does have a finite resource. I don't think it's endless. Oh, see. All right, I see. I see, I see that reading. I thought that that might be like the max you can do with it. Else, I don't know how you would track the mundane items. I think for how cheap it is that it would be a bit too much for it to have endless. Jason, was it fully stocked? Yeah. Well, probably want to put this away and think of uh, some very clever use for it in the future. Or we can just completely forget about it until we reach Kagan and just sell it. Into the inventory of lost gold it goes. Okay. And also while you're looking around, you get what potentially might be the most valuable treasure for you at this immediate moment. Xanathura's journals. Ooh. Which, unfortunately, were destroyed by lightning bolts, so you don't know where to go anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, <laughs> ma- wait, make hole! Mending. All the pieces are here! <laughs> Mending, make hole! These... These journals appear to be written in a combination of Dwarven and Undercommon, uh, which, luckily, you have people who speak all those, so you can decipher those languages easily. And that is allow- that allows you to put together a rough map, beginning at the base of the adjacent chasm, leading through the Darklands, and into Kragadan's lowest levels. The notes also indicate that the, in quotes, Stone Road employed by the Iron Fang Legion, is somehow tied to the distant sky, sky citadel of Kragadan, which is the ultimate destination of the map. And I will move, I will put some of these uh, handouts visible to you. Bad guys are so stupid, just leaving their journals all over the maps. I mean, this was her room. Is this Narvoth we should be looking at? Yeah, so you have two, you have handout 4-1 and then Narvoth. So Narvoth is a map of the first layer of the Darklands. The Darklands have three layers. Narvoth is the uppermost layer. So we can go to that next. But Handout 4-1. Does anybody want to read Handout 4-1? This Azerste woman has proven charming and challenging company and quite the shrewd negotiator. She has agreed to my demands of support and protection in exchange for guiding her to her prize in the bowels of Kragadan. The dwarves seem to have neglected this precious cornerstone of their heritage regardless. 
so it will find a far more loving home in my in my in our coils i think there's a typo she was bad in english <laughs> it's from the book this That's is how she wrote under it. common Azerci herself seems cunning but agreeable, and working alongside her seems a safe proposition so long as our goals align. Her lapdog, Dendrak, seems pliable enough, but I have misgivings of Alachnida. Alachnida? Yes. Never trust a serpent with legs, as Mother used to say. The way south and east is simple enough along the Grey Dwarf Highway that runs below my chasm. Azerci assures me she has enough coin and muscle to dispel any tolls. The Droskarites may try to impose. Once we reach the Five-Eyed Matron, cutting west through the secondary tunnels becomes considerably more hazardous, but a small and quiet group should reach Kragadans for an assembly three days' travel once we leave the Long Walk. Let us hope I don't come to regret allying with these Iron Fangs, but even if they do betray me, I would devour a hundred hobgoblins to lay coils on the Onyx Key. And uh, go ahead and anybody who wants to roll me a knowledge dungeoneering. Jessup is going to cast another spell first. I should have did this before, but he will do investigative mind. I don't know if I'll allow that preemptively to this, because you would be this would be a making your check as soon as you heard the word. I don't know if you'd really be able to cast the spell. Oh, okay, fine. I'll just take my second twenty for the day. It'll be like that. Okay. Uh, it was only DC 18. 31. <laughs> you gonna be like that, he says. It was only DC 18. Oh, I um, used it anyway. You are able to identify the long walk as... Let me make another handout available to you. So the long walk, I'll read this one for you. Uh, just if you're familiar that the long walk was constructed long ago by the first Duergar as an underground highway to connect their cities. You can actually see on the map of Narvoth the main line that goes from Felstrock to Hagagraph uh, is the Long Walk. The primary tunnel system is fiercely guarded by the Grey Dwarves, who routinely impose tolls and tariffs on those passing through it. From side to side, the tunnel uh, of the Long Walk narrows to no less than 50 feet, while at its largest points it caps out at 200 feet wide. Arched ceilings range from 30 feet to 50 feet in height. Ancient, immense stone monuments stare down from the ceilings at passersby, Several have eroded over the millennia into broken oddities, leaving the tunnels dotted with the occasional vast pointing arm or the arched eyebrow of a long broken face. There is no natural light along the long walk. Phosphorescent fungi grow in isolated patches, but creatures traversing its vastness usually have dark vision or their own sources of light. Duragar patrols easily spot artificial light sources in the endless gloom and take detours to impose themselves and high tariffs upon, upon such travelers. Wait a minute, I just realized that this map is an underlay. Yeah, this is this is the Darklands. It's underneath the surface. This is the inner sea. This is a huge space. Yeah. This is the this is the whole continent, well, most of the continent of Avistan and northern Gurund. This is absolutely ginormous. Yeah, Darklands are big. So we're yeah, so you see where it says the long walk up yeah. by the, yeah. the the actual words long walk. Yeah. You guys are basically at the edge of where the forest hits the road there. So it's right, that little bit before it goes to the left. Yeah, pretty much. And then like you'd only be going like maybe half an inch downwards. That's your destination. That's how sh that it's a very long distance, but given how big this map is, it's like a super super tiny 
stretch of of map that you're going yeah because i was looking at it and i was like i was looking at all the names I was like none of them match where we are and then i like zoomed in in a separate tab and i realized wait a minute that's the inner sea oh this map is huge <laughs> like holy cow so that is what you learn of the dark of uh, the long walk and you now begin to piece some things together the door over here that went to the long tunnel that went downwards you assume that that most likely eventually spirals down to the base of this chasm, which then hits the long walk from where you could then follow your map on your way to Kragadan. So you now have your map and the means to get there. And that is where we will pick it up next week.